Welcome back, everybody, to the PC Master Race podcast, episode 59. This is going to be another 101 episode about motherboards and RAM. My name is Dakota. My name's John. And my name is Jones. And motherboards and RAM are two of the more boring parts. What? (laughs) I want to say, but they are very important and very confusing. You might not love them, but you you can't live without them. True. They're like your spine. If you had your spine ripped out, that'd probably be bad news. (laughs) Yikes. Mortal Kombat incoming. Yeah. Also, trailer for the Mortal Kombat movie. Looking spicy. pretty good. I did watch it. Primo. Anyways, that's totally off topic within 30 seconds of the show. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, a 101 episode, basically, if you uh, don't know, we are going to go over basically all the details of the part that we chose to look into and basically break down all of the important stuff you need to look at when making a purchase decision because there's a lot of stuff in tech that is confusing oh, yeah. and not important. So yeah. we're going to go over the important stuff and basically let you know what you need to know. We're all going to learn something today. Yeah, we're definitely. John and I are going to learn a lot today. <laughs> all right. Before we jump into that, though, we do have a couple community events. So go ahead, Jones. Okay. So actually, there was one that I didn't write on here that I'll throw out after I talk about this. Uh, we do. OK, so the monthly game club, if you're listening to this and you're part of the discord, then you probably have uh, heard us mention the monthly game club, shout it out a couple times. It's it's had maybe a, it, heard of it every single month. Yeah, weird. We talk about it almost <laughs> every month. Um, it's it's one of those things that we our original concept for it is basically to have a, you know, a video game book club is kind of the whole idea is that we'll vote on games and everybody will play it and then kind of throughout the month we'll either play it if it's a single player game or play it together uh for its co-op game whatever and then kind of discuss it and see what we liked and then we'll vote on the next thing now we just had... so that we could have like a consistent topic to talk about like everybody yeah. in the discord together yeah and this is not really like i know we don't really bring it up on the podcast that much because it really depends i think the last few months we've uh heavily focused on multiplayer games which i'm kind of seeing somewhat of a shift towards single player games and that that was originally our idea was to play single player games and get through them so we can kind of have a discussion because you know if you're reading a book you're not usually (laughs) reading it multiplayer (laughs) you're (laughs) (laughs) if that makes sense um so either way, that's not really a big deal because there are games that are, hey, you can play through it single player. Uh, like this month is something uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Um, and that's something that has a single player component that has a campaign and it also has a multiplayer component. So there's nothing really wrong with that. Obviously, still put in whatever games you feel like you want to play. Um, I know some people will put games in there. Someone like Wagon, Wagon Wagon, that's in the Discord. He likes putting games in there that he's trying to collect achievements for. Yep. And mm-hmm. since he's an achievement hunter. Um, so that's kind of I haven't the, heard I, that in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that's and that's kind of the the idea. Well, so key, I, I, I feel like this was kind of born from because before we even did this podcast, I remember I think it was last year at the beginning of the year we all got together and we're like, hey, all of us are going to submit two games for us to play for the entire year 2019, and yep. it was all games that were on our backlog that you know we were like, hey, mm-hmm. I, I kind of need to beat this. Yeah, and <clears throat> like for instance, like Crisis or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. But and we were like, hey, that's our challenge for the year is to beat all 10 of these games by the end of the year. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what this was kind of born from. We're like, hey, yeah. we can actually vote on it. And then now you have two things to play for the month. Right. And well, beat them. well, and not only that, it also if you if a, if a game that you don't necessarily like gets picked, 
having other people to technically quote unquote play it with will yeah. push you will push you to want to beat it right well, mm-hmm. and well, it's even like it's even like your the final fantasy mm-hmm. zelda stuff people are talking about that non-stop like mm-hmm. sharing secrets and everything it's the same kind of thing yeah and we'll we'll get into that in a minute <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah so by the time this comes out will the voting will have started for the for the month of march uh but keep that in mind whenever you're submitting stuff because that will happen march 1st we'll start submitting games again for the following month but that's something to keep in mind like hey if you have games that have been on your backlog for a long time and you want to hey put it up there you never know maybe other people have it too and they just want to knock it out and games are a lot easier to get through, especially if it's not necessarily the best game in the world, if you have someone to talk about it with. And our Discord is super oh, yeah. active, so that's kind of the way to go. IMO. Okay, other than the monthly game club, this is something that I just thought of uh, just a second ago. So, as Dakota brought up just a second ago, and I did too, uh, HBO uh, just released a trailer for the new Mortal Kombat movie mm. that's coming out in April. And and by golly, it looks pretty amazing and it's, and as a you know as a video game podcast and hey mortal Kombat's on pc so you can't uh, hurt me there um it looks awesome it looks super super dope so now oh, that we don't don't cyberpunk us here no yeah please don't cyberpunk <laughs> us so uh it is coming out april 16th which is a friday so we went ahead and i i just i watched the trailer and then i put out an announcement without talking to them um but we're gonna watch it april 17th that saturday night i believe i have it set up for seven o'clock seven thirty seven something like that yeah look on the discord if that is yep. something you're interested in, we have watched other movies before with people in the Discord, and it is yes. always a really good time. It is a blast, um, and I'm sure this movie is going to be amazing to watch. So yep. if that's something you're interested in, uh, towards the middle of April, we will be doing that. And this is not Sweet. something, this is a reoccurring thing. We watch movies in Discord all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. definitely something to look out for. Uh, that's cool. pretty much it right now for community events. Sweet. Uh, John, do you want to start us off with what you've been playing? I would love to. So, I'm not allowed to talk about League of Legends because you said I'm not allowed to. And he still talked about it. But I (laughs) am raging and not doing good, so that's that. Um, Undermine is the game. So, Jones was playing this game. He's going to have a lot to say about this, too, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was playing this game, Undermine. I was like, cool, what's that? And I looked it up on Steam, and I went ahead and bought it because I actually had money in my wallet. So, I was like, screw Mm -hmm. it. I'm going to buy it. I can add it to my beaten list. And pretty much it's called it's a rogue light light, right? Rogue light. Yeah. And you pretty much go into different like dungeons and you get relics that give you abilities and you get gold and you can up- permanently upgrade your character with like damage, throw damage, health, all that stuff. And you can use potions and there's six bosses in the game. Mm-hmm. And the first five bosses to each a different type of dungeon that you go through. And we both beat it within you. What were you? Twelve hours, like ten minutes. I was twelve hours, forty yeah. minutes, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we right both beat it. Hours. We both beat it today, technically today, because you beat it yeah. three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> technically um, today, yeah. but it was a really fun game. Like it, mm-hmm. I there's definitely problems, which obviously you can always find something wrong in everything. But uh, it was pretty good. I had a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I think we both did. We both really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, it was... Is the combat kind of uh, uh, Binding of Isaac like? Because that's what the screenshots yeah, I think it look is. like. Yeah, it is. Okay. So um, let me take over for a second. Um, so basically, you're you're a random miner. This like Gandalf looking dude sends you down in the mines. He's like, hey, go get gold. 
and basically you go through stages you try to live as long as you can and you pick up gold uh the thing that sucks is that whenever you die you lose half your gold in the beginning you can slowly upgrade that perk to lose less and less um so your character does get permanent upgrades so you'll get stuff like uh increased swing speeds you can so basically you just have a pickaxe that's it you can swing your pickaxe or you can throw it and it will throw and bounce back right um so the nice thing is that as you are progressing and even if you kind of suck you are getting like uh you're getting permanent upgrades but you're also dying constantly like you're dying dying a lot but it's it's kind of one of those games that you will as you start to learn the mechanics and stuff like sometimes you're just going to have a really bad run like any roguelike you're just going to get well, crap it's, items it's all luck based on these they're called relics and like it's 100 percent luck based on getting these relics and sometimes you just get absurdly overpowered ones and yeah. sometimes you get ones that do literally nothing and you're like cool yeah. well this or, is a wipe or they make your or they make your run worse <laughs> yeah um but it's one of those games that it's it's nice because there's progression. I that's why I prefer rogue lights over rogue likes usually because a rogue like is something like Risk of Rain where like you play once through and then you die you're, and done. you're you, done. You you start yeah. over from scratch. Where a rogue light is like you have a progression. In this game, I was worried that it didn't have actual progression, but it's like hey, you go beat five bosses, you unlock the final boss, you kill the final boss, technically you're done. They do have yeah. a ton of like new game plus stuff, like you can make the game way more challenging and blah blah blah. But I think John and I are both pretty much like done yeah, with we're, it. We yeah, don't like, like that stuff. I'm like, so. <laughs> how how expensive was this game? How much? Was Twenty it? bucks. Was, it was on sale. I got it on sale for like a little steam. But okay. it's on it's on Game Pass. That's what I played on. Yeah. Okay. So on Game Pass, gotcha. it's whatever you pay for Game Pass, basically. Um, cool. So yeah, Undermine is definitely really it's worth checking out. I know there's a couple other people in the Discord that are wanting to play it. I know PD3 was like starting playing it, but he's like, oh, I gotta finish Final Fantasy IV so I can just go grind Undermine. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> on the third boss now. I think he said yeah. it's it's fun. Oh, wow. It's it's short. It's twelve hours is is not super short, but it's not like crazy long either. And, and I mean, it's definitely something you can just pick up and play for a little bit, do a run, and then quit mm-hmm. and do something else. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, go ahead. Very, very rarely did I feel like I wasted my time when I played. I guess I should say. Because you're constantly upgrading stuff. Like, you're constantly upgrading your character. You're buying new relics. You're buying upgrades at the different shops. Like, very rarely, unless I, unless you just get, like, screwed in the first five minutes of a run, then you're, like, kind of like, ah, it's a waste. But most of the time, it's like, eh, you go through, you go as hard as you can, you might die, and then you're like, okay, I have a bunch of money to go spend to upgrade. So I feel it like does, I, you have that constant progression to get better. It does hurt your soul when you're when you're making it through and you get like some of the best relics that you ever want. So for me, I was really into throwing because both you guys mm-hmm. were using controllers at first. I think both y'all switched to you. You finished with mouse and keyboard, right? Oh yeah, once yeah, that's yeah. one thing. I was using a controller, and you can throw your pickaxe, and it actually is um really good and really important for a lot of boss fights to be able to throw your pickaxe like pretty precisely um so i was using a controller because the game felt really good on a controller and then john's like i'm using mouse and keyboard and i'm like ah, it might be weird and i switched and then i didn't go back like it just played <laughs> it played so Throwing much better on mouse and keyboard is integral to the yeah. it's, it makes the game so much better yeah and it like yeah the aiming is perfect with the mouse and keep obviously mm-hmm. it's way easier to aim but yeah like there was two powers in like there was one where you threw your pickaxe and then it would it would bounce off and go to somebody else mm-hmm. every time so it yeah. would come back to you but it also bounced when it hit and then yeah. there's another one called ricochet that when you threw it it bounced somebody else in between so it, th- it would do that and then i think i got another one that made it into three so i had like yeah. this crazy like ranged attack stuff and i died and i was so 
mad because they're gone. <laughs> I never saw the triple throw again. Yeah. And I never saw the ricochet again. It just it it's super random. And something else I found out too, reading reviews in the game, is you pick up relics blueprints in the game mm-hmm. and they aren't unlocked until you until you pay craft for them. them yeah until so you craft there's them. some crappy ones so if you're like oh i'll just use it and get it out of the way it is now in the game to where you can randomly appear mm-hmm. so kinda, oh okay so it's kind of like yeah if you don't know that then you're like me and then you just like yeah pay too. pay like pay the money to like craft these like garbage and then now you end up picking it up on your runs and you're like wow this sucks why would i ever use this and then you're like ah <laughs> scam but of course they don't tell you that right right, right. yeah um but yeah great game i mean if 15 20 bucks i'd wait for it to yeah, go on sale or honestly get out pay the dollar to get game pass for a month or whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. play it i mean i beat it in like four days but i was There's... on the grind there's so many games on Game Pass now where it's like, oh, yeah, pay a dollar because you only get a month now, right? Mm-hmm. They increase the price of Game Pass. Yeah. So you only get a month for a dollar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, pay the dollar to get Game Pass and play the game. But there's like 20 games you're supposed to play in that yeah. one month. Well, so me, me, <laughs> so I bought it's a it. lot of good content for the price. I bought it because I want to put it on my beaten list. So if you're mm-hmm. not like me, just play it on for a dollar. You know, it's like I was OK spending yeah. the money just because I like to be able to do that. And have well, right, and then again, there's like uh, there were so many achievements in that game too, tons. Yeah, yeah. So. You hear that wagon? There's tons of achievements in that game. <laughs> okay, uh, John, do you have anything else? I don't think so. Right? No, that's it. Okay, you want me to finish going to Dakota? Yeah, go for it. Okay, okay. So uh, I'll talk about the two other things, and then Dakota and I will merge into one beautiful phoenix. um so uh i have been playing final fantasy 4 a metric crap ton because we're uh doing it for the final fantasy zelda race yes this month is actually minish cap yes a lot of us have already beaten minish cap and are already playing (laughs) final fantasy 4 as i'm as i'm saying this there's two other people that are in the discord that are like at the end of final fantasy 4 already because we all like being way ahead of the curve apparently we have nothing better to do um so yeah, Final Fantasy 4 is making me miss Final Fantasy 3 because nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Um, as I'm getting towards the end of the game, it is getting better. And I'm trying not to spoil anything because we're like getting... <laughs> we're not even in right. the month that this game is supposed <laughs> to be going. Um, so yeah, the game is uh, feels dated. It's rough, kind of like Final Fantasy 3 does. Um, the one thing I would say is there is like a metric crap ton of cast in the game it's like game of thrones where it's constantly jumping around and you're like constantly swapping characters so you finally get like oh i finally got a good group we're like in a groove i can kill people and everything and it's like boom those people are gone it's like whether they're gone forever whether they're gone for a little while and they show back up you have no clue you're just like great thank you and <laughs> luckily i'm following a guide and the guide will be like hey this part's about to happen. Unequip that character because if you keep stuff equipped to them and they leave and they come back, all that stuff's gone. It doesn't make any sense. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It's I don't know why they did that. I'm not really sure. It uh I'm really looking forward to Final Fantasy V <laughs> because that's a game that I've played all the way through, like when I was younger. So I'm excited for that. Uh um, nice. moving on. Okay. This is Final Fantasy adjacent related. I played Magic the Gathering Arena the other day and i just went through the tutorial i've never played magic the gathering i know what it what is obviously of, what type of game is this it's hearthstone but magic the okay. gathering yeah okay it's literally it's just a tabletop card game but it plays just like hearthstone would it's actually gotcha and i've heard that it's a lot better now that's what woody told me 
but it the interface runs really well the game looks really good like it's seamless for what it is like mm -hmm. i don't know anything about magic the gathering um but the game runs great like i don't know what features and all that jazz it has and blah 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 the only reason i'm bringing this up is one it was cool i played the tutorial as someone that's never played magic it kind of like showed you the bare bones I've been playing Final Fantasy trading card game in real life and buying cards and making decks oh, and all yeah. that. <laughs> so um, Final Fantasy trading card game came out in 2016. Magic the Gathering, I believe, it came out in 1993. So as I'm playing Magic the Gathering through the tutorial, and I'm like, man, all this stuff is like super duper familiar for me for some reason. I'm not sure why. Come <laughs> to find out that basically the Final Fantasy trading card game is like a straight rip of Magic the Gathering. Like, <laughs> like literally every system... Every system is like some like a straight rip of each other. And it's it's crazy because I'm like, I can't believe that Magic the Gathering ripped off Final Fantasy trading card <laughs> how, game. How dare they do that? I can't believe that they did that. Um, But yeah, it's just funny. It's it's really cool, though. I guess from playing the Final Fantasy trading card game in real life, it's like, dude. I, if you're gonna rip somebody off you might as well rip off the best right like rip well, off like yeah, the exactly. best thing don't rip off don't rip off like the dragon ball z trading card game or digimon or something right. like rip off the, <laughs> the number one thing yeah. it's just like you know whenever dota came out and league and everybody's like we're gonna rip off like the original thing so it's like put our own spin on it so i would say for someone like me because i don't really know anything about magic i have a better understanding of like the final fantasy thing because i actually like the characters i like yeah i like the right. i like the final fantasy games the series so it's like oh cool i have like a character from one of my cards is from final fantasy 10 or you know a game that i like or something i recognize so i have that aspect of it and since it's not really that much different it does have some different systems whatever but it is cool so i don't really know anything about magic arena but it's free it was hmm. fun when i from what i played i'm gonna mess around with it a little bit more I uh, just want nice. to give a shout out. Um, and Sweet. then the last thing I know I was I didn't work this week because it's winter apocalypse in Texas. So that's why <laughs> I've actually played different games. Uh, I played a little bit of Payday 2 and I played with Dakota Ooh. and Woody and Wagon, a couple of different people that, on the Discord. That game that we talked crap on all a couple the time. episodes ago. Yeah. And I didn't know how long it had been, but Steam told me that I hadn't played Payday 2 since 2014, I guess, like sometime <laughs> around when it came out. And the game's been out forever. Payday 2. Um, I don't know what to say. It's it's super duper complex now. There's a ton of stuff going on in the game. And I know there's... Uh, it's one of those games where I feel like it's not to the extent of something like Path of Exile, but I feel like I need to have like three web pages open to figure out what the hell I'm doing to actually play the game yeah. successfully. Because you can yes. go and do a mission and I can go and shoot everybody and like get out and make some money. But there's ways to do things better to like improve yes. and like, you know, do things stealthily, whatever. And there's definitely like there's so many different skill trees and there's a lot of systems and different stuff going on, which makes sense. The game's been out forever and they have like 500 million DLC packs for mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So like an infinite amount of DLC, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll let Dakota go. But anyways, I played it again. It's. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's not it's not as bad as I, I remember it being. There are some whenever you successfully complete a mission, it's really fun. Whenever you get caught immediately, then it's not fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're winning, it's fun. But if <laughs> yeah. you're losing, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like every other game. Pretty much. Yeah, right, yeah, pretty right, much. right. Yeah. Uh, this Payday 2. 
I know we crapped on it in a previous episode saying, especially me, saying that it's like it's like an MMO that's like an FPS and it's just like too much crap going on. Yep. I remember that experience and it was bad, mm-hmm. right? Same. There was same. I there was too much stuff going on. There were like messages everywhere on my screen. This experience playing it through with you guys was not like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if what I had played because I was playing by myself at the time. Yeah, I thought I was playing with you guys, but apparently I wasn't. Yeah, because uh, you had played it in 2014. I played it last in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may have played a like custom map or something like that, mm-hmm. which just had like a bunch of random crap on it. Uh, this experience was not like that. This experience was better, mm-hmm. but I still personally do not like the game. Yeah, this is not the heist game that I would have wanted, mm-hmm. and in my personal opinion, I feel like the game is bloated yeah uh, probably. which is perfectly fine and what they want if you enjoy the game mm-hmm. because it gives you more content people like witty likes the game you know he likes learning about systems and like he wants a deep system to like understand and learn more about and whatnot personally me i'm not a fan of that stuff that's why yeah. that's one reason i don't play mmos yeah that's the reason i don't get into poe with you as much i try yeah. to get into it every once in a while like i'll try it yeah but i'm only surface level for the most part because yeah. Once I open up the skill tree and I see that there's 120 different things to click on, like that's mm-hmm. that's not for me. Yeah, too much, too much. Impact. I think it's, I, it's I, good for the people who want it, exactly. but for a newcomer, it's daunting. Yeah. Well, you need to like play that game. That's not just right. like a light game to get into. But I, yeah. I can't remember the last time I played that. But I did play that a while back with somebody else, and we did not care for it. I'm not going to say anything too bad because I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think part of the problem was we just got caught so easily. I, I yeah. want to say that was one of the problems. We were like, what? I didn't even do anything, and I got caught. Yeah. And it's like, cool, yeah. this is stupid. Well, and that's but, the thing, too, from <clears throat> us from us playing. Sorry to cut you off. From us playing, it's like there's so many systems like layered on each other. Like I didn't even realize that you in the menu you have like a detection system so it's like if you're wearing like ballistic vests and stuff like that depending on what gun you have it has detection like concealment level so like that raises yeah. a number and if it's over 50 like 50 out of 100 like if you walk by anybody they like immediately see you and they're like oh that guy has an ar-15 he's gonna kill all of us <laughs> like what no why am i walking into a jewelry store in the middle of the day with a jacket i on? have a third leg guys <laughs> to, be, to yeah. be fair i think we did we did play it quite a bit to give it a chance and in the end mm-hmm. we were like yeah, it's just not not our thing. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they have a bajillion DLCs, and a lot of people yeah. love it. So I mean, it's they're, just it's just not our cup of tea. They're doing great. They're yep. not. They're, they're not. Doing they're great. not and doing that's... great. <laughs> well, Starbreeze. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. The <laughs> developer is not. <laughs> not doing great. Payday yeah. Two, the game might be doing okay, but the developer. Hey, sometimes yeah. there's a reason you have fifty DLCs. It's because you're hemorrhaging cash. Yeah, that is true. They're they're having development struggles with Payday Three. Didn't yeah. they move? publishers as well mm-hmm. they're looking yeah. for a new one yeah uh, that's okay a big well mix. <laughs> yeah yeah the summary is just it's not my cup of tea so summary is hey if you can get it for cheap and want to try it steam always oh, has yeah. that two-hour refund period baby <laughs> hey that's ga- always on sale ga- too <laughs> let's say the game isn't and for me like you guys surface level the game isn't bad like if you want a heist game there's not really that many there's out there. nothing else. there's nothing else out there yeah so it's like it is cool if it is one of those games that if you have three or four people you can play cop with like you can actually plan missions you can do mm-hmm. them stealthily like everyone has to actually work together like it is a good cop experience if you actually like you know are into that um as far as like the shooting and just like if you're going loud and stuff it's like just go play call of duty or something you're have more fun because it's yeah, just kind of whatever but if you want to try to like 
be a bank robber or whatever, like actually do it correctly, like stealthily and everything. It is fun because you do have to like cooperate a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, go answer that guy's pager because, you know, whatever. But yeah, that part of it's fun. The shooting and stuff is just whatever. Good transition, though. Mm-hmm. The last game that we're going to go over mm-hmm. is uh, something that I played. I bought Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Why? The yeah, Call of Duty that. from 2014. Yeah, nice. I know. You guys are probably wondering why. Uh, ever this... since Jones talked about World War II and how like, oh, man, you know, it was just sometimes you just want to play a Call of Duty campaign. And mm-hmm. it's just like it's a good, satisfying couple hours. And you're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, all right. That was like shooting was fun. Sound design is awesome. There's crunches going on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it's just satisfying. Yeah. I wanted that. Yeah. <laughs> And I wanted something new. So this one was like $15. And I don't buy Call of Duties unless they drop below 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm not paying $20 or more for a Call of Duty that's more old. than a year old. Yeah. Um, And I don't even buy new Call of Duties anyway. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I bought this one because it was on sale. It's not bad. It's not bad. Mm. This is the one where people were like, oh, man, I don't know about the sci-fi stuff. I, I really want, like, called it boots on the ground, right? Yeah. This is, like, kind of the one that was started that trend is this one with like wall running and double jump and stuff yeah so infinity war and advanced warfare both have the mobility stuff isn't infinite warfare infinite war yeah infinity war Uh, was that avengers movie that no one cared about (laughs) hey that was the best one out of the trilogy i don't feel so i don't feel so good no it is a trilogy i don't feel feel so good mr mctavish yeah so anyway this is a it's a good one graphics still hold up Mm-hmm. There's some technical issues. I had to go into NVIDIA control panel, fix some stuff, and then download a uh, FOV mod. But mm-hmm. PC Gaming Wiki helped me out with that. So mm-hmm. check out the PC Gaming Wiki if you do play this game. It gives you tutorials and like links on what to click on. It's a satisfying campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm not done with it yet. Um, and it has um, Kevin Spacey. So, you know, <laughs> take that, so with, a grain take of that salt. with a grain of salt. <laughs> hey, so nice since i don't really know anything because i always mix up advanced is it's infinite warfare like the sequel to advanced warfare tech kind mm-hmm. of yeah okay so there's different developers sledgehammer and treyarch I treyarch think, is yeah. the one because infinity ward is not part of the franchise anymore i don't know there's like there were three developers and there's two different storylines mm-hmm. black ops mm-hmm. and then there's whatever else whatever the heck the modern, other one modern is doing. warfare 8 yeah infinity ward did modern warfare okay yeah gotcha and so this one was from Sledgehammer. Okay. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure Infinite Warfare was also Sledgehammer. So okay. they had their own thing going, but then it got canceled basically because nobody wanted sci-fi stuff. The The sci-fi in the game is actually really cool because it's it's a little bit in the future. It's like maybe 100 years in the future. Mm-hmm. And some of the tech that they showed in that is like more advanced stuff that we have now. The one thing I want to point out is called, it's called the Mute Charge. So basically, it's this little bomb that you put on the mm-hmm. ground, and it it's basically just active noise canceling in headphones, but mm-hmm. just in For a everybody. bigger yeah, area. Cool. Yeah. So you put it on the ground, you turn it, and then it just deafens everything within a small area mm-hmm. so that like if you wanted to breach uh, a door in a compound, no nobody outside of the thing can really hear it because it's being deafened inside mm-hmm. the sound bubble. That's cool. Oh, that's really neat. And like that remind me of active noise canceling in headphones. Mm-hmm. Like when you put it on and it yeah. like listens to the sounds outside and then and plays then, white noise to cancel yeah, it out yeah i was like this thing could actually be real like yeah. in <laughs> a couple of years this could actually be like a breaching charge it is we just it's gonna be sold by apple it'll be 50 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're gonna they're gonna start turning into like a, a weapons company <laughs> hey how do you how do we know that they're not right now 
Exactly. Oh. Area 52, brother. <laughs> I've got a Naruto run in there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's it. Okay, that's I, do have, I do have a question. One thing about Advanced Warfare before we move on to this main topic. So, it is if it's like 100 years in the future, right? What Are the guns sci-fi or are they just like advanced yeah. guns of like normal guns? They're advanced guns. There's like so, like I mean, if you sci-fi rifles, like Starship Troopers style. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, some stuff is a little sci-fi. Like the shotgun shoots like a like an air blast as well. Okay. Um, and the shotgun sucks in that game, by like the a way. Beanbag. Um, yeah, like Doom. but no, for the most part, like they're still projectiles. They just have like more sci-fi looking scopes, and mm-hmm. like the reloads are a little bit more sci-fi. There's one gun that just has like infinite ammo. You just like take the barrel out and crank it, and then put it back in. Nice. I, a laser. It's really it's like weird. The little monkey yeah. in the box. And then when it pops out, that it actually just shoots a frag grenade. Yeah, pop goes the grenade. <laughs> <laughs> fighting the yes. ball monsters. Sorry, this is an audio podcast, and you guys cannot see our antics happening <laughs> yeah. in the video. Sorry about that. Okay, cool. cool. Well, let's move on to this topic. Uh, before we even start this, thank I'm going to take a drink of water before yeah, I dive into this. He's got a lot to talk about. Thank you, Dakota, um, for preparing all this for us. So, in case you guys are curious and you uh, are thinking about it. Um, this one-on-one series that we're doing, uh, this is a series, so you will be seeing more of these in the future. Throughout the throughout the year, we'll pretty much be knocking out every section of your PC that you can think of, as far as I know. And uh, yes, we're gonna planned. get started. <laughs> we decided to get started with the uh, like the thing you literally can't live without to have a computer. <laughs> yeah. So so we actually do have a couple previous one-on-ones, uh, but this year is really gonna be diving into the hardware aspect mm-hmm. and and going over every single part um so that you have a buying guide when you need to purchase something new because upgrades are a thing and you know if you're getting into pc gaming this also helps you out a little bit maybe a little bit of a info dump and mm-hmm. a little bit of an overload but um come back to it every once in a while if you want because uh, for the most part what we're going over here will not change mm-hmm. uh, some numbers will change because something will go from like four to five stuff like yeah. that but hardware wise for the most part this tried and true things have been around for like 20 years well <laughs> all of these features so well and i think the thing is too is that as we're as we're going to be knocking this out basically like you know each part throughout the year i mean it might be the end of this year before you can even find pc parts I, who knows <laughs> yeah because <laughs> market- i was looking right at now. motherboards i was looking at motherboards because i was like man i might as well like if i'm getting a new processor i might as well upgrade my motherboard mm-hmm. to support pci 4.0 which we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, and uh, motherboard prices also shot up. Mm-hmm. Everything shot which up. Is so Everything dumb. is disgusting because of my offering and all this. Gotta love crap. it. I hate it so much. Like every part of building a PC sucks right now. Thanks. I hate it. Yeah. Hey, but but if you, is, if you but think, it's, but it's still the best time to buy a computer, sort of. Exactly. Because if you think buying a console is any better, good luck trying to find one. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with your Xbox 360. Cause that's something that's on the market right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, motherboards and RAM 101. I'm going to be giving you guys a rundown, and I guess I'll be talking to you two. Yeah, uh, yes. sort of. We're your class because we're idiots. <laughs> yeah, your <laughs> class is in session. <laughs> uh, I am going to go over motherboards and memory, and I'm going to break it down into a couple different easy sections. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will also have these sections broken down in the timestamps down below. Um, so that if you are listening to the podcast, you can easily skip to this, that section. If you want to like 
Come uh, back later on or whatever. Come back later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start out with a motherboard first, but I do have a disclaimer. The motherboard is the spine of your computer, mm-hmm. so everything in your computer connects to it in some way, which means hardware variations will vary wildly mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, there's 20 million different use cases. So I'm going to be saying it depends a lot. Yeah, it depends. Though. Um, It depends. <laughs> so it depends. I might be saying it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Getting into motherboards. Uh, like I said before, they are the spine of everything uh, in your computer because it connects to it in one way. You know, your spine mm-hmm. connects to every organ in your body through like veins and whatnot. What? All the signals are sent through there. Um, and so it's really important that this part is you you buy the best one for you, not just now, but also mm-hmm. thinking into the future a little bit. I don't really like the uh, the saying future proofing mm-hmm. because it doesn't really mean much because yeah. eventually you're going to have to upgrade anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but just think the next like year or two in the future, because chances are you're going to change something in the next year or two. Yeah. Potentially future future planning is better than saying future. I mean, proofing. it's. It seems yes. like too, for the most part, you're not breaking the bank on motherboards anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, they're not like except yeah. now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, except yeah. now. <laughs> and, and and it's like with anything else, you always can break the bank, but do you really need to? Mm-hmm. Probably true. not. So that's well, true. And that's where, and that's and that's what he's going into. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. it just depends on what's happening. So right now it's hey, it depends. <laughs> hey hey, before we start, do you think the audience will mind if I eat this entire box of Reese's Pieces while we're doing? Okay, go ahead. It's just, just it's just it's just staring at me. I'm just I'm just <laughs> staring at me. Okay, go ahead. All right. The first thing we're going to go over th- with motherboards is the sizes. Okay. Uh with a motherboard comes in a couple different sizes. Mm-hmm. The main one and the one you're going to see a lot is ATX. Uh that is the standard size for motherboards. Um that's the one that gives you the most expansion s- slots usually. Uh, and then also generally has the most uh, dim slots for RAM, um, depending on what you're using, because there is a bigger size that has more stuff. But for the most part, ATX is what you're going to be buying. Sweet. Okay. And then you have a smaller version of ATX called MATX or Micro ATX. Nice. This one is for uh, if you wanted to build a little bit more compact PC, mm-hmm. but not the smallest PC uh, that you can build. Okay. Um, uh, this one and ATX basically trade blows in pricing. A lot of times you'll see uh, like an ATX board and then an MATX board right next to each other in the same price. Hmm. So ITX then is the smallest size of motherboard you can get. So if this is the one that you want to buy if you wanted to go with like a console sized PC. Okay. Uh, it's really tiny general- form factor super tiny mm-hmm. um this one has the most limited dim slots it usually only has two memory slots okay and then it usually only has one expansion slot so one pci slot for like a graphics card right okay uh, just because it literally can't fit anything else on mm-hmm. it um <clears throat> these are also usually some of the more expensive ones because they have to engineer everything to fit on a super small board okay so Generally, you think like, oh, the smaller it is, the cheaper it is, but it's super False. not the case with technology. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite, usually. Yeah. Um, and then on the opposite side, we have EATX, which is extended ATX. This is the largest motherboard size you can get 
for consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. This size is usually only for like high end desktop uh, yeah. processors. Mm-hmm. So like things like um, yeah. Threadripper mm-hmm. from AMD, right? Yeah. This is those boards are usually uh, EATX because with uh, with Threadripper you need eight RAM slots. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, well so, so compared to you just need more space to fit that on. Compared to an ATX, how much bigger is an eight? Because I don't, even, I've never seen one. How much bigger? Yeah. Is so it? basically, take an eight, an ATX board, and then you, you know how like uh, your I/O ports, like for the USB that go on the back of your PC or mm-hmm. on the left side, sockets in the center, mm-hmm. memories on the right side. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. You just extend the right side of the board to the right a little bit more. Hmm. So oh. like t- tall. Uh, height wise it's the same it's just a it's little just wider wider, wider. Gotcha. yeah okay okay yeah so just because it has more dem slots is that why generally For, yeah more ram slots basically more RAM and slots. It, has, yep. it has to be wider because the thread ripper cpu is wider it's it's a rectangle john have you seen the thread ripper it's actually no, like I got, a, it's a, they're massive it's a rectangle. i'm gonna be asking some questions about that like it's a I've big it's a time. big rectangle instead of like it's like two cpus it's like instead of a, instead it's like of a if you square, use a yeah. cpu stretching tool to like stretch it like <laughs> one, of those, I, one of those dough rollers that's what they did for like it's, <laughs> i need to get rid of my piece of crap 3600 or 3800x and 3700x get you a thread ripper yeah you get a cool thousand question for starting price motherboard question do they make motherboards that you could put two thread rippers on? Because I remember back in the day there was mm-hmm. motherboards that you could put dual processors on. Ooh, I don't, yes. I don't think you need to do that anymore. <laughs> for thread, for thread ripper, no. But for Epic, which mm-hmm. is the server processors, yeah. yes, that's still a thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And those motherboards are like server standard sizes. Mm-hmm. I'm only talking about consumer yeah. standard yeah. sizes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. Uh, the only reason I bring that up is because I had a guy that I know as actually my godfather, he worked for, uh, I think he still works for the uh, VA, like for the government. And he's like one of their heads, okay. like uh, internet or IT, like security IT people, like networking mm-hmm. security guys. And they're like, Hey, buy whatever computer you want. And this is like early two thousands. And they're like, go on Dell and just buy whatever computer you want. So you can work from home. And so they're like, gave him infinite oh, limit. God. Right. So he's wow. like, I just want to buy the most expensive thing. I could like <laughs> monster that I can buy. And I think the computer ended up being like nine or $10,000. And I remember it had, um, this is uh, maybe like core two or core two quad or core four quad. I don't know what, I don't even think if they were at cores, uh, core two stuff, I think they were still at like Pentiums. Weren't no, they? no, this had to be like, this had to be like late 2000s. So like oh, okay. maybe like 2007, okay. 8-ish or something around that. Gotcha. And I remember his the case was, it was like a full tower extreme plus or something. It was huge. <laughs> it was massive. It weighed like 90 pounds. Because he's like, hey, yeah. go try to pick it up. I'm like, what is this monstrosity? <laughs> and I remember he opened it up and it opened up like a, like a Lamborghini, like wing doors kind of thing. <laughs> like it opened yeah. up like crazy. And then the motherboard was basically like two motherboards put together and he had two, whatever the most high end like consumer processor you could get was on there with like two coolers yep. and everything. And he had like, I don't know, a video card it was like something ridiculous. And it's like, oh yeah, the video card was like two grand and like all this other stuff. He's like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh my like, God. I was like, it's probably like a GTX 250 or something. You know, now it's like, whoa, right. crazy. But right. I remember he had that computer for like <laughs> years and it was still like a monstrosity forever. Like, that's so funny. That's the only but time hey, I've ever I seen mean, that, that type of motherboard that you have. Cause you know, people have heard about 
Crossfire and SLI, which don't really exist anymore. We'll talk about that later in the year. But I'm sure people have had that question, like, why can't I just get two processors and have double the power? Right. <laughs> twice, the, <laughs> twice the pride, double the fall. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, yes, though, like, yes, uh, to answer your question, they do exist, but not, not really re- for consumers. Yes, yeah, I gotcha. Because they cost more than your car. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next thing is the socket type. Okay. So the socket type is basically what um, uh, what you plug your CPU into on the motherboard. So okay. that is either uh, going to be like Intel or AMD specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Intel, their standard is called LGA, mm-hmm. right? And you're probably like, oh, what the heck does LGA stand for? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um <laughs> AMD's is AM mm-hmm. and then a number afterwards. Yeah. Intel is LGA and then the number afterwards for like whatever socket type it is. Um, both of them use the opposite version mm-hmm. of the socket type, yeah. right? So AMD has the pins on the CPU mm-hmm. and then Intel has the pins on the motherboard, right? Yeah. Uh, LGA stands for land grid array, mm-hmm. which is the name for the pins being on the board. Mm-hmm. AMD uses pin grid array, which means the pins are on the CPU. Mm-hmm. Basically, all that means is that one is cheaper to manufacture for one company versus the other. Yeah. Right? Hmm. It's cheaper for Intel to uh, not put pins on on the CPU. Motherboards are usually more expensive for Intel. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. AMD, it's more expensive for them to put pins on the CPU, whereas motherboards, you can find dirt cheap AMD motherboards, yeah. um, and they're usually cheaper than Intel stuff. But that's really all it means bef- interesting before you go into the socket types i have a really good analogy that will like probably help everyone understand this and i just now thought of it so as dakota is going to explain to you the different socket types and he's just barely going to go into a little bit for intel intel's naming scheme i don't know if they <laughs> called they must have called someone from microsoft whenever they're making all the xbox consoles because that's basically a naming scheme where amd called up playstation like yeah that sounds good let's do that and Threadripper is yeah. just Nintendo. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's an actually good analogy. Um, we'll start with AMD because it's the easiest one. Uh, AMD's platform is like AM and then the number, right? Mm-hmm. Currently, we're on AM4 mm-hmm. because they had AM1, 2, and 3 before that. What? Right? And then guess what's coming out next? AM5. AM5. <laughs> it's basically just to let you know that like, if you have a processor, if you have a motherboard that is AM4, mm-hmm. any processor that fits on the AM4 socket will will most likely fit uh, into that motherboard uh, socket there. Yeah, at least for AMD in this past generation, Intel, you basically have to mu- upgrade your motherboard every single year uh, because their chipset changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas AMD has had a really good track record the past four years of trying to keep compatibility through that socket type. Mm-hmm. The other thing this means is basically compatibility for coolers being mm-hmm. set on it um, because the socket changing basically means they may have to move where the holes go for like uh, screwing in a yeah. cooler yeah right um and all uh both of those companies have been pretty good about keeping that standard the same mm-hmm. with every version yeah um because we've been able to put the same coolers on our processors basically since like 2010 yeah which is awesome yeah that was really nice <clears throat> uh and uh with Intel, 
Uh, it's LGA and then the number. And like Jones said, this is a travesty <laughs> setup. So all I can, and it's so confusing, even for somebody who knows like the, the different socket types, at some point they moved to like LGA 11 something. Mm-hmm. So it was a LGA 1150 mm-hmm. and then it was 1155 mm-hmm. and then LGA 1151. Mm-hmm. Like they, they went up and then down. to like 55 and then like back down to like 51. And like then- it was like, really terrible how they did it and then it. i think the 56 after that right isn't the newest one is 56 11 56 no the no oh. the new one is 1200 now oh no nice. why <laughs> why yeah so it's like hey playstation one two three four five amd one two three four five xbox xbox 360 xbox one xbox one x xbox one x S- series x series x they all end up spelling Xbox in some weird way. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, and the only person that thinks it's cool is the guy that's naming it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Apparently. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like engineers are like, yeah, this makes total sense to me. Yeah. And then the marketing team is like, I, there's so many numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? They're like, you end up looking like Zach Galifianakis yeah. with the yeah. numbers flying on the screen. <laughs> and then the marketing team is like, why can't you just be normal? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that's it. That's who Intel eats lunch with. <laughs> Some Microsoft engineers. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is going to be great. Together. <laughs> Meanwhile, Threadripper's just sitting in the corner, like playing Pokemon. Like, right. We're doing our own <laughs> hey, thing. Yeah. Um, so Threadripper is actually made by AMD, and AMD has tried to keep the naming scheme kind of similar with Threadripper, but uh, it's. It's also a little bit confusing because they they did move uh, the name, I think, and I don't remember what it is. The it originally started out with TRX four, mm-hmm. uh, or TR four. I think it was TR four. Mm-hmm. So Threadripper four, yeah. right? Uh, but I think they have changed it, and I I forgot to write it down for this one. That's fine. But it's also made by Intel or AMD, and it it tries to follow the same naming scheme. Unless you have like a cool five thousand dollars to spend yeah. on your CPU and motherboard combo, you I, don't need to worry about. I don't about think anyone listening to the show is rocking thread rippers here. So I don't, yeah. hey, if you are, send me an email. I prove me wrong. I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> I I got five dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy it off you for five bucks. Yeah, best I can do. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, next category then is going to be dim slots. Mm-hmm. So this is basically talking about uh, how many um ram sticks you can fit into your motherboard um this is basically the future planning that i was talking about a little bit before <clears throat> because you can't add on more ram slots in your motherboard yeah that's... what you buy is what you get what <laughs> you can't just solder, uh, solder a couple more on there bro <laughs> unfortunately not that would be awesome yeah. um if you want to try Go for it. Dude, where there's but a will, I, I think there's it might be a, a little way. difficult. Right. If you do, <laughs> so some, hey, somebody in China has figured out how to do it. If you do, uh, send me an email. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be highly interested. Yeah. Uh, the only thing you have to know about dim slots is uh, the amount that you'll get on different motherboard sizes. Okay. Um, because there's there's no like standard for these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there is, but we'll talk about that with RAM. Okay. And. Uh, it's super easy to be honest yeah so with dim slots they come in pairs of two mm-hmm. um or a multiple of two not pairs of two yeah um so the least you can have on the motherboard is usually going to be two you're going to find those on the itx boards the smallest ones 
okay. MATX boards, which are a little bit bigger, uh, what a lot bigger than ITX, but a little bit smaller than ATX. Um, you'll find a variation of either two or four, mm-hmm. and this is why I say future planning is good. Mm-hmm. I always buy motherboards. If I'm buying it for myself or for somebody else, I always buy a motherboard with four RAM slots. Same. Or DIM slots. Good practice. Just in case I want to upgrade in the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you never know what you're going to do or if you're going to end up needing more. Yeah, exactly. It's it's always better to have uh, more than not enough. Than less. Right. Exactly. Or something. Wise wise words, Jones. That saying was terrible. (laughs) What is wrong with me right now? I'm glad I'm not running this episode. I'm just going to... Gonna shut up for the rest of the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, basically try to shoot for four if you can. Yeah, ATX boards are pretty much always going to come with four RAM mm-hmm. slots. Uh, I've I honestly don't think I've ever seen them with two RAM yeah. slots, but I it definitely exists You're, somewhere. It's not hair. Here's a pro tip: if it's a ATX quote unquote board and it doesn't have four slots, it's probably not an ATX board. It's yeah, it's I've, probably I not have, worth buying. In 20 years, I've never seen an ATX board without four RAM slots. Or you're yeah, being... Be- yeah, or it definitely you, exists. Or you're buying like a $15 motherboard. Right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's motherboard, RAM, keyboard, mouse, and headset. Combo RGB for 40 bucks. Combo for 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah. and, and it just says it fits all socket types. Really good time. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, and then the... Uh, the next size up then is going to be eight. And this is the one, again, you find on high end desktop platforms like Threadripper. Um, that's why they use the EATX boards is because they need more space to fit on eight uh, RAM slots because you got four on one side and then mm-hmm. four on the other side. Yeah. And nice. then you got your CPU socket in the middle. Oh, OK. Yeah. Mix it up. Split up so, like, that, like a Mexican standoff. Split them up on either <laughs> side. They're dueling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, you don't need to worry about Threadripper. I just wanted you to know about them uh, in case you ever needed to purchase. Them okay. In the future okay. For quick question. Reason. Quick question. You might know the answer. This is probably a dumb question. For RAM, and uh, that's RGB because I know RGB is popping. Everybody likes RGB RAM because mm-hmm. it looks really cool, right? It's more performance. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, plus ten FPS, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you know? with um like the different software and stuff can you individually control the rgbs per ram stick or is it like total ram good question good that you don't know the answer it depends to. it depends okay because i'm it wondering depends. like if you had a Threadripper desktop right and you had your because you said you had the cpu in the middle and you have four and four mm-hmm. like ram sticks could you do like red versus blue and actually have them like look like they're oh, yeah. off like fighting against each other that would be kind of cool Ye- yeah, it really depends on the software. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like the company that makes the RAM, how yeah. good is their software? Yeah. Uh, because yes, you can like change the RGB on them, but a lot of the software is just like, oh, it's Different rainbow colors or, it's, or like, like breathing or solid whatever. colors. Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And it usually doesn't have quadrants, but I've never messed with a with a uh, Threadripper board, mm-hmm. so I don't know if four on one side and four on the other side are set up as two separate oh, quadrants. Maybe. So possibly. Maybe. Huh. All right. Possibly. Cool. Well, when I'm rich, I'll figure it out. Yeah. As soon as I get my Threadripper out of the closet, I'll go ahead and check that out and see if it works. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and share with the club, right? Mm-hmm. Or share with the class. Yeah, I, I can cut my processor in half and you can have half of it. Oh, thanks, Because <laughs> it's so big. All right. The next section is probably going to be the largest section out of the motherboards mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot to go over. This next uh, connector is very flexible okay. it has many 
um is it suits or hats is that the hats. saying many hats. hats many hats many hats mm-hmm. um and like suits. tf2 yeah exactly it has a lot and of hats it's like tf2 yeah Titanfall. so uh <laughs> yeah Titanfall. pcie or the uh, peripheral component interconnect express wow nice. that uh, sounds like a toll road <laughs> right <laughs> it does <laughs> yeah uh, uh PCIe is the standard, and that's basically uh, the slots that are below your socket, mm-hmm. uh, your CPU socket. So, like the ones you plug in your graphics card to, mm-hmm. the ones you plug in M.2 SSDs to, the ones you plug in your network cards to, mm-hmm. um, those all run the PCIe um, standard. Okay. So, uh, with all of those different parts, uh, let's break them down a little bit. Um, the long connectors the ones you plug your gpu in mm-hmm. uh those are generally going to be um times 16 or times 8 slots mm-hmm. right what does that mean well basically your cpu and and the chipset on the motherboard basically have a total number of pci lanes so basically it's uh it only has a certain amount of bandwidth mm-hmm. that it can break up to the different parts on the motherboard okay right um Times 16 slots are the most amount of bandwidth it can uh, give to that slot, mm-hmm. right? So that's why on the um, on the long slot, uh, the one that is closest to your socket, so mm-hmm. generally the highest one on your motherboard, mm-hmm. that's going to be a times 16 slot. That's the one you want to plug your GPU into. Okay. Just to make sure that you have enough bandwidth um, to feed that graphics card. It's like the, right? like the priority number one slot yeah prior yeah priority slot for your for your gpu now you may have a connector above that but if it's a smaller one or if it's an m.2 doesn't matter yeah the the first uh pcie long slot Mm -hmm. is going to be the one you want to plug the gpu into okay got it uh i emphasize that even though it doesn't really matter okay um reason it doesn't really matter is that the amount of bandwidth that these uh connectors have Graphics cards have not surpassed that. Caught up to it. Uh, yeah. Um, we're currently on... Well, we're in a transition period. PCIe 4.0 is on some motherboards now, mm-hmm. like newer motherboards. Uh, PCIe 3.0 uh, is the standard we've been on basically since about 2010, okay. right? The 3090 mm-hmm. generally does not get limited by the PCIe 3.0 16X slot. And that's the fastest graphics card we have now. And that's a $4,000 graphics card. <laughs> according to scalpers. Scalper oh, according <laughs> to the scalpers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the fastest GPU we have now. And it doesn't max out the this for 3.0. Slot. So for 3.0, yeah, nice. um, there has been some testing done on it. Um, but for the most part, it was just like, you're you're basically fine hey who, whoever um, whoever made pci express 3.0 i don't know how this all gets developed but they deserve a round of applause yeah. they future proof themselves like 10 <laughs> at least 10 to 15 years they're like we're a gucci fan yeah. we're going on vacation bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're living high yeah. right um it, it if you want to watch a video specifically on like testing the bandwidth and and finding like if stuff does max it out Hardware Unboxed on YouTube did a great video breaking it down. I'm pretty sure Gamers Nexus also did a, a video breaking it down as well. I personally enjoy watching Hardware Unboxed a little bit more. Uh, it's a little bit more fun it's not, to watch. It's not as boring. Yeah. 
Tech Jesus, so Steve from Gamers Nexus, is really good at his job, mm-hmm. but he goes really in depth sometimes. Yeah. And even for me, I'm like, eh, I'm a little. He's bored. like an Intel engineer where you're like, just tell me the name <laughs> of the processor, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> is it good or is bad? Is it good or bad? That's what I need. I need facts. It's yeah. not good. All right. Well, straight, we're going to sell it to them hard facts. <laughs> Uh, so they have a video going more in depth about this stuff if you wanted to check it out. Okay. It's it's a good practice to plug it in in the highest one, but you're probably fine with the, the one below that. So question for you, because I'm sure that people have this question too. Now that if, say you have a uh, uh, ITX motherboard, right? Which is a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Usually, yep. like you said earlier, usually those only have one long PCI Express like, you know, 16 times slot for a video card, right? Yeah. Now, if you have an ATX motherboard that usually has multiple, because I think mine has two, I would say most probably have two of those. That way you ATX can... ATX boards, yeah, most yeah. have two, so at least. That way, is there any other type of connector that uses the full thing other than GPU, or is it primarily GPU that uses the longer connection? Because I know the shorter connections no, are for, like, what you're going to say, like, network cards, mm-hmm. extra USB ports, and stuff like that, but those are pretty much primarily for GPUs. Well, I mean, they're for they're for anything that has the long PCIe connector. Yeah. Uh, and it just means that you're able to get the full time 16 bandwidth mm-hmm. that that slot can can fulfill. So basically, if you plug it into the top port, the close to the socket, right? Because mm-hmm. we were talking about this yesterday. Ooh, go ahead. I think I have an answer for you. Uh, there are uh, some network cards mm-hmm. for like 10 gigabit okay. Internet. That w- stuff that is like a lot of data mm-hmm. passing through that will require that that you would probably want to plug into your times 16 slot mm-hmm. because you wouldn't be able to max it out on the times eight slot dakota for didn't put in his notes here but if you plug as long as you plug your gpu in the highest slot you get your 16x lane right and that yeah. is how when you're playing fallout 76 you get 16 times the detail that's the only yeah. way you get that. Oh, that's actually yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, oh no. Uh, Todd Howard was actually the one that invented the PCIe standard. Oh. So like you said, like whoever invented that is living high mm-hmm. and on vacation. Yeah, he's just yeah. He's on vacation oh. all the time because that's why they said it was around 2010, right? Was it 11, 11, 11? Is that when he went on vacation? Oh, right when Skyrim that? came out. Oh, weird. So <laughs> crazy how that happened. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, I was really trying to wiggle that joke in there. It took a while. That was a good one. That was a good one. I like that. <laughs> uh, all right. So what are the other PCIe slot standards? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, the smaller ones, the ones that you look at and you go, what the heck would you ever plug into that? It's so tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, those are usually uh, times four. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a quarter of the bandwidth that times 16 would have. Mm-hmm. I actually actually don't know if, if it's actually a quarter. like the, the number is a quarter. Or is it actually a quarter I don't know if the bandwidth yeah. is a quarter. Yeah. Um, those are usually for like network cards, um, mm-hmm. uh, so I/O expansion ports. Yeah, I have I have one that gives me four extra USB 3.0s because I needed more yeah, USB. So I have the same thing. That's what I use. One is, for. It, hmm? is yours from Roswell? Probably because they they're the ones the ones that make <laughs> USB. That's PCI what my card cards. was Roswell. Yeah, so you have like a Wi-Fi card. Well, <clears throat> I bought it because I thought I needed it, and ended up I didn't I, need it. But I thought it I thought it was called <laughs> Rosewell. Rosewell? Yeah, that's what it is, Rosewell. Oh, yeah, it's, Ro- yeah, it's Roswell. <laughs> Roswell. Roswell? I don't know. I got Area 52 Roswell. stuck in your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens are, are infesting my brain, dude. <clears throat> um, yes, Rosewell. 
uh, yeah, like I said, they're usually for like small expansion slots, something that doesn't need a, a ton of bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> now, again, you know, depending on what kind of network card you have in there, yeah. you may want to plug it in a, a faster port. I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, why I bought that network card to begin with, but I had gotten internet. I was paying for one gig internet from mm-hmm. my service provider mm-hmm. where I lived, and we were trying to figure out why I wasn't getting one gig internet. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's just not working. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, maybe when you're like, well, it's probably your computer probably can't handle a gig. So I bought mm-hmm. this network card. It wasn't expensive. It was like 15 bucks or something. Yeah. And it was it was rated for a gig. And then we found out my motherboard was also rated for a gig. Mm-hmm. So it definitely wasn't that. And come to find out, <clears throat> whenever I, I was calling the internet company, I was like, I'm not getting what I'm paying for because it was expensive. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, well, you know, it's it's whatever. And they and the, the company would come and test the internet on their laptops. They'd hook mm-hmm. it up to the internet and they were blaming it on my computer. They were saying it was on my computer. Yeah. And I think, Jones, you were saying, like, don't let them tell you that because that's not true. And it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and the, they were using a speed test that they could only access. Like you yeah. cannot use their speed test. It was, only, oh, it was one that they super like a direct, they, a direct connection or something. Well, it was one that they can only connect from from their laptops or mm-hmm. use with their laptops because yeah. it was some. It was one. It was an old version of like speed tests that you yeah. can't use anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but they really believe them on their laptops, and he's like, "Well, these laptops don't have anything on them except for this. Like they're yeah. pretty much made to get the fastest speed." And he was like, "It has to be your computer." And I was like, "Okay." And then uh one guy came one of the technicians came and he's like dude you don't get the gig internet doesn't work he's like he's <laughs> like we can't he's like we can't handle a gig internets with our company like you won't get it he's like our company cannot <sighs> give you a gig internet it just it just cannot happen he's like the cables we use are not made for gig internet and it will not work he's like don't yeah. pay for it he told me he was like i get it for, i get internet for free from this company because i work for them and he's like i don't even get the gig internet it just doesn't work <laughs> Wow. I was like, okay. See, that's a real bro there. Yeah. I also had somebody like that come to my parents' house when they were having some internet problems. <clears throat> and they were having actual legit mm-hmm. problems. Yeah. Like I was testing it for an entire month and we were getting garbage numbers. Mm-hmm. And I was super pissed about that. So he came to the house and uh you know, I'm in the same room as him because my parents don't know what he's talking mm-hmm. about, so I was basically the translator. Yeah. And he was talking to me and stuff and this was when I still lived at home. And he saw my computer when he was coming up in, in my uh, in my room, which was ca- across the hall. And uh, so he started talking to me about like gaming computers and stuff like that. And like we were, you know, chatting one night. He was a cool dude and whatever. And uh, I was like, man, so some of these people are really human. Like, that's crazy. What? Because everybody before that was just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's it's your it's your equipment. That's bad. Yeah. Right. That's and I was easy like, way out. maybe. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's the easy way out. Exactly. You just blame it on the consumer. Um, and I was like, maybe if I like engage in conversation with him, he'll like upgrade our stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, <laughs> help me out. <laughs> you know, bro. Maybe if I'm not the Karen, I'm dying. You here. know, that's yeah. <laughs> maybe if I'm not like yelling at him that like, oh, your company sucks and it's your fault. Yeah. Like you specifically, um, like, he'll like upgrade my like, stuff. Hey, you want some cookies and milk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could you give me some more gigabits, please? Yeah. So I was like talking to him and whatever, and and he was doing his tests and stuff, and he was like. Yeah, you know, everything's fine or whatever, but your equipment is kind of old and it's not our equipment, so we can't really do anything with it. But I have an extra one in the car. I'll just pop it in for you. And so he upgraded my parents like at the it was like a couple years ago, upgraded them with like the newest equipment that they had and like didn't charge the renting fee. Nice. 
I was like, wow, what a bro. Nice. There are some actually cool people working and then, for this And then he got executed as soon as he got back to his office. I've never saw him. I've <laughs> Whatever never seen him again. You, you saw, you, you waved to him driving by and his van exploded. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, equipment, the equipment that they give you when you rent just has a bomb in it whenever you leave the and property. Then, yeah. It just detonates. And then you see another van of the same company peeling out down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so... I have one more, one more really quick story about about Ed, yeah. Ed since we're talking about. So when I lived at my parents' house, we had we had. Uh, it took me till I was eighteen years old to get uh, fast internet, which I brought up that before. Oh but yeah, we had uh, AT and T, and they were the first ones to bring it to us. And <laughs> sorry, we're still laughing. <laughs> and oh, sorry, this part of the podcast. Hopefully, you're laughing too. Oh man. <laughs> We, we got like super excited, especially me because I wanted to play computer games, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't lie. Yeah, I don't lie. <laughs> wanted to download stuff. <laughs> well, trust me, going from dial up to this was plenty fast enough for anything I needed. And I need to load the pictures before my parents get home. Yeah. Dude, dial up was was the worst. It was brutal. And so um, we got this Internet and it was like three speeds. I think the speed I had was like 150 kilobytes a second download speed. At the time, hell, which hell was, yeah, which was that was like <laughs> that was super fast for me, and then I found out it sucked. But they had three speeds to pick from, and mm-hmm. my my mom was like, "We'll we'll pay for the fastest speed since you play online games." I was like, "Cool!" Oh, so wow! So we upgraded to it, and I was mom like, points, the internet dude. kept on turning off. Like while I was playing mm-hmm. games, the internet just shut off. It's too fast. While I was playing, and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> so I finally called them, and they're like. The people were like, oh, yeah, you, you can't get that speed. Like, you can't have that speed. We, you're not supported where you live to get that speed. And I was like, what? and I was just thinking, I was like, so you they let us pay. Don't sell it. So you just pay, let us pay for it without saying anything. And our internet just wasn't working because it, it couldn't handle whatever they were trying to do. <laughs> and the only way to get it fixed was to, con- was to like, pretty much petition the whole street I lived on to all get the fast oh. internet. So they mm-hmm. would, yeah, they, it wasn't financially viable for them to, to run the cables. So we mm-hmm. all had to get right. it, which never happened. So, yeah, right. Uh, that does the same thing my where my parents live <clears throat> com comcast is like down the street like our street is kind of like a u-shape worst <laughs> well when they have monopolies everywhere yeah. um or sorry oligopolies where they all are in bed together oh yeah um Ooh, the road i lived on was basically like a, a u-shape mm-hmm. and at either ends of the road comcast was there and then where my <laughs> road that i lived on was was a local provider mm-hmm and literally i could see the ends of the roads where comcast was and like every night i would just like you know when it's raining i just like put my hand on the window and just like cry about not being able to get it because like you said i was like oh comcast because i called him up for my parents i was like hey can you guys like run cable to our house and like yeah that'd be a cool fifteen thousand dollars you're like cool to see tomorrow thanks yeah. <laughs> no, D- Dakota's just like the Pablo. What if I just get a really long Ethernet cable? <laughs> the, the Pablo Escobar and Narcos. He's just like staring. He's like standing out in the yard, yeah. just looking at Comcast. That's basically how I was. Oh man! <laughs> All right, let's go back to our. That was yeah. oh, nothing to do with Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? All right. Oh god. PCIe, the super <laughs> interesting part of your computer. Yeah. Um, the next part is actually fun. Mm-hmm. Um, M.2. So this is semi new. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it's like the, the first motherboard. It's new to me. What's up? <laughs> yeah, new. To- <laughs> yeah, definitely new to me too. 
I had uh, an M.2 slot on my Z97 motherboard, so with the 4000 series Intel processors. That's around 2013, oh, really? 2014. Wow. Yeah. What a high-end motherboard then. Wow. I am I, way I behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I bought an Asus Maximus. Mm, okay. ROG. Something. I don't know. <laughs> Basically, spent way too much money. Juice that. Did that, a, did that juicer of a motherboard, dude. Did that motherboard have a picture of, like, a demon on it or, like, a... <laughs> <laughs> like a really jacked. it was red he had like a sword it was, he was like jacked <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh that's how you know it's branding it's fast branding. if it has VR like ready. a like an evil monster <laughs> on it <VR> ready. <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, so m.2 M- bro exactly dude it was, it was loaded i didn't even know that m.2 is the uh is the small connector on your motherboard uh, that is about the same length as a times four slot, but it's vertical mm-hmm. and it's smaller and like basically flat against the motherboard. Whereas like the, uh, yeah, it's like pancaked on there. I just clapped. That's going to sound awful. <laughs> oh, well, hey, now you know what a pancake <laughs> um, sounds like. <laughs> uh, it's uh, whereas like PCI slot like pulls out from the motherboard because yeah. you got to plug something into it mm-hmm. like um, v- vertically on the motherboard. I'm like doing a hand motion. that's <laughs> it's not, not OK. It's not OK. <laughs> um, so like this uh, it's a really small connector on your motherboard this is for uh ssds mostly Mm -hmm. you can also put wi-fi cards in there um so like uh wireless cards for like um laptops and Mm -hmm. stuff they also plug into the same type of connector Mm -hmm. um but for like desktop users it's going to be an m.2 ssd Mm -hmm. right like a super hard drive basically Mm -hmm yeah it's a super yeah. it's a roided yeah. out uh yeah, ssd stands, stands for right super saiyan what? drive <laughs> nice. so they need to do a collab yeah <laughs> we got all this rgb Dude, just uh, have one that's like has like hair yeah. like it's got the plastic shroud is just shaped in the hair I'm just, pr- I'm just gonna print like a little like goku hair sticker and just stick it on the label on top of my m.2 uh merch idea Ooh. wait delete this delete this delete this <laughs> uh so yeah you can basically plug super fast ssds into this slot Mm -hmm. now not every single m.2 ssd is super fast Mm -hmm. because they do have the sata standard Mm -hmm. m.2 drives which top out at sata speeds Mm -hmm. um you want to look for ones that are nvme drives um and basically if you click on any m.2 ssd on like amazon or newegg if you scroll down it will show you the read and write speeds Mm -hmm. so you're looking for Um, that's what you're looking for uh so you can get super fast ssds i'm talking multiple gigs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so uh just so you know because dakota just mentioned this if uh m.2 sata's correct me if i'm wrong uh will cap out at 550 transfer rate 550 megabytes yes. per second a SATA drive mm-hmm. will cap out at 550 megabytes. So basically, that, yeah. anything over that is going to be NVMe yes. speeds. Speeds. Correct. That's what like, you really correct. want. Like for me, for instance, I have two uh, M.2 NVMe drives, and they're like a lower end drive, but I wanted more storage. It's kind of like buying like mm-hmm. a four terabyte slower hard drive because it's cheaper. Mine, I yeah. think, are like twenty six hundred or something. But we'll get into that. You kind of hit yeah. diminishing returns unless you're like transferring like gigawatts of data, like a gajillion. 
<laughs> yeah the uh delorean data files oh one <laughs> one thing that i want to bring up that dakota can tell you too when you are ever installing anything m.2 there is a spacer you're supposed to put underneath it so you don't bend your oh, yeah. stick like i did it's yeah a standoff oh it's a standoff. really yeah so there's this just like you have standoffs which is basically like a for the motherboard a spacer from so your motherboard's just not sitting directly on the metal case because it's probably bad for it um, there's also a standoff for the M.2 and there's like this little tiny, like super baby Mario screw that you got to screw in there. And like, if you lose it, it's gone forever. It's, you know, yeah. I yeah. really like to laugh at you for that, but Dakota did help me build my computer. So <laughs> I really don't think I have it because I probably would have really screwed I, that up. When I, when I installed mine, I'm like, man, it's kind of like bouncy a little uh, bit. We and were having problems no. with that because mine no. was all messed up on my mother. Remember that we were, ha- we were like, why is it not? going on right i had to like remove some screws and yeah. like fangle it i was flexing a little bit it was kind of like a springboard you, you showed me a picture of video of yours and you were like is this okay because this doesn't look normal you had it bent touching the motherboard <laughs> <Hell> yeah dude <laughs> it was like some of the worst gore like pc it was, gore I've it ever was seen. conducting all the power yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. it's if it's touching your motherboard and like getting electrocuted it's just more power it's a, hey more juice all my stuff still works I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, John and I are like yin yang for computer parts because literally I give him stuff that's working and it breaks <laughs> yeah. from him touching it. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. when I throw it against the wall, it doesn't seem to work right. So I don't really know what, what the problem is. Uh, okay. Uh, another thing that Jones wanted me to bring up is that there is kind of a warning here. <clears throat> if you have multiple SATA drives already plugged in, on some motherboards, depending how the chipset and and like lanes are set up for like m.2s and sata drives sometimes if you have too many sata drives plugged in and you plug in an m.2 the m.2 being active will shut off sata drives Mm -hmm. so you basically have to look in your manual for your motherboard or on the product sheet like uh the product page for it uh because it will let you know that like hey when an m.2 is in this slot it's turning off these sata ports Mm -hmm. Reason being is that there's not enough bandwidth to go to everything, yeah. right? Uh, because there's a certain amount of PCI lanes that is, you know, broken up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just kind of turns off some storage drives and other storage drives, depending on what is plugged in. So, so, so something to look out so for. So the layman's terms of what Dakota just said and Jones terms is that I had six hard drives. When I wanted to add two <laughs> more hard drives, I had to take away two hard drives. <laughs> <laughs> Because they no longer worked, and I was very confused of why. Yeah. And 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 I know you're asking why do you have eight hard drives? Why not? I had them laying around, so why not use them? Right. So exactly. it just disabled it disabled SATA port five and six, and then one through mm-hmm. four worked, and then five and six they said, oh, we have to steal this for the M.2, and I was like pretty upset about it. But I okay, I had to put down my ten year old SSD that still worked. Yeah. I put them down. Dude, I was surprised. That was a eight, eight data? data crushing it. Yeah. If I ever buy a new SSD, Crazy. I will buy eight data because they're heroes of the rebellion. <laughs> I've bought tons of eight data drives and I've haven't had an issue with them yet. Mm-hmm. So. Cross our fingers. Uh, pretty good. Next week, I'm sure their factory will explode because their hard drives have detonators on them or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on just a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the SSD speeds. Okay. <clears throat> So, like we had mentioned before, there is PCIe 3.0, mm-hmm. which is on most motherboards, probably the one that you have in your system now, mm-hmm. uh, and then PCIe 4.0 is starting to roll out. Okay. So, it's only currently on uh, AMD 
500 series motherboards. Okay. So X570 and B550. Okay. If you don't have one of those, don't don't worry about yeah. it. You got 3.0. <laughs> yeah. Uh the reason I bring up the different versions is that they have different max speeds for SSDs being plugged in because it just doesn't have enough bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, PCI 4.0 has more bandwidth than PCI 3.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, uh, so basically, if you want to get an M.2 that's super fast mm-hmm. uh, and you have a PCI 3.0 SSD or PCIe 3.0 motherboard, mm-hmm. um, your SATA drives, God, so many numbers and connectors, <laughs> even I'm confused. Um, your M.2 SSD, if it is fast, will cap out at around three gigabytes per second. Okay. Um, because that's what the connector tops out at. Mm-hmm. If you have a PCIe 4.0 motherboard and you have a compatible SSD that can run speeds faster than three gigs, um, currently you can get up to five to seven gigabytes per second on those drives if it's rated to do that. Mm-hmm. That is, I believe that is currently the fastest consumer drives that are available right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but PCIe 4.0 can go faster than that. Okay. Uh, we just don't have anything that can yeah. put that much bandwidth okay. through it. Well, quick question then. So if, if yeah. I bought a little bit cheaper <clears throat> M.2 NVMe drives and they cap out around like, I think their max speed mm-hmm. is like 25, 2600. Was that kind of a better buy than me buying something that's like 4,500 because I wouldn't get that speed anyways? Yes. So like, yes. It, it was diminishing Because returns. it'll just cap out. It would just cap it at like 3,000-ish and then it, like, the the extra money I spent towards that wouldn't have mattered. Right. So that's something exactly. to keep in mind too when you're looking at these because it's like, oh, maybe I need that Samsung Evo drive that's faster, but if you're not putting yep. it in a PCIe 4.0 motherboard, it's not going to really make any difference correct exactly yes cool you are correct well i was right again finally we're learning (laughs) we're learning yay uh also another thing to note about ssds the new consoles actually have nvme ssds inside them wow right nice so what that means is that games will eventually start taking advantage of the super fast speeds that these drives can can handle Mm -hmm. right um some ideas that that can translate into is uh especially with the new um uh marvel spider-man game yeah. on playstation like- uh, one example they gave was that on the old spinning drive that the ps4 had um the speed that you were swinging through the city mm-hmm. you know when you were spider-man yeah. uh that was basically the max sp- speed that you could swing oh, at, yeah. at spider-man mm-hmm. because the hard drive could only that stream in the city assets that fast i forgot right? about that whereas on the ps5 which has i think six or seven gigabytes per second transfer speeds mm-hmm. like it is a really fast drive mm-hmm. it's faster than this series x um they basically like teleported from one side of the city to the other side in a second mm-hmm. because it just streamed in everything so quickly right. Um, so that's kind of an idea of like how these SSDs might be used in the future. Uh, basically if you have a 3.0 motherboard and you have an SSD that is like 2,500 to 3000 giga, uh, giga megabytes per second. Mm-hmm. So about two and a half to three gigs. That's what the Xbox series X caps out. at. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have a drive that that's, that is that fast, You're... any games that come out in the future that like use the same t- kind of streaming tech mm-hmm. will work. Okay. So like if you're, if you're on a 3.0 motherboard and you want to keep it for the next couple of years, it's comparable. Generally, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Yeah. Nice. Like 
Yeah, you don't really the specs all. Check yeah, you out. shouldn't really need anything like if you find a SSD that's you know thirty one, thirty two hundred top speed, like then you're good. Mm-hmm. You're perfect. It's still super fast. You, I mean, it's oh, not like it's very fast. It's insane. Yeah. It's actually insane. As someone that's used computers for forever, and I remember changing from a IDE ribbon cable hard drive to SATA <laughs> oh, no. to SATA, <laughs> and my brain exploded. I'm like, oh my god, I can transfer all my Napster MP3s from my hard drive. Yeah. I like just the fact that like when I turn my computer on, just it's it's booted. Yeah, it's like instant. Yeah, yeah it's instant. Yeah. It's sometimes too fast. Like, damn it, I was trying to get in the BIOS. <laughs> stupid, <Right>. but stupid <laughs> yeah. fast computer. Yeah, I was breaking yeah. the delete key or F12 on my keyboard trying to get in the BIOS. Right. Or I forget exactly. what key it is. I'm like, which key is it? And it goes, yeah. it goes through real quick. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm restarting again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's the uh, the burden of yeah, like, when you ascend. Right? Yeah, when you ascend. <clears throat> so, uh, what are the other connectors? Oh, yeah, okay. So the the basically the last connectors we're talking about is a really quick one. Um, it's those dang front panel connectors on motherboards. I love them. <sighs> They're the worst. This is this is like this is what, in my opinion, can deter people from building computers. Like if you this, have shaky hands, this, yes. this is your worst nightmare. <laughs> like if me. you have fat fingers, shaky hands, or just low tolerance <laughs> for annoyances. Oh man. <laughs> buy a console because this part is literally the the worst part about building a pc um so this is like the uh so your power button and then your uh no it's just your power button reset button too. so these these connectors control the power button on your on your uh, case yeah. Yeah. right yep it's a bunch of stupid little connectors that all break apart into their own single pin mm-hmm. connectors and you got to plug it in in the correct pin on the motherboard and this like little like group of pins on the bottom right corner mm-hmm. of your motherboard it's the worst mm-hmm. there's no standard here they're always in different spots and this is the one reason why when you take your motherboard out of the box you have to take out the manual as well yeah because they're different every time oh. and they're not labeled on the motherboard. we talked about this before and when, when you were helping me build mine i i definitely had to pull the manual out because there was there's yeah. it wasn't labeled you're like cool it's, well yeah it is it's so dumb it's literally like pinning a needle in a needle stick <laughs> But it, yeah it's yeah well right too and like if you depending on like pushing it mm-hmm. in sometimes it's like really hard to force it in so it's a really small connector and you got to push it in with like your fingernail mm-hmm. and if your fingernail slips the other pin goes up your fingernail wow. and it's super oh, it's fun. so super fun yeah oh dude this is to the point where i had a case that the, i didn't know the power button was broken for a long time so like i would one never turn my computer off and two when i wanted to do it i would basically jump <laughs> jump start it like you do a car i just stick a screwdriver like a penny like anything metal in there and i just touch yeah, the two and power pins and, and it would just and it would turn oh on my i'm like god cool. it's so it's sketchy yeah dude that's <laughs> no it's, it's not, not sketchy. sketchy it's legit <clears throat> And that's the one redeeming feature, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, God, I left my lights on again. Hang on. I'm going to jumpstart my PC. (laughs) That is the one redeeming feature, is that as much as a pain as these connectors are to plug in, if you plug them in incorrectly, the power button just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, like, short out your Mm -hmm. PC or break anything. You just, it's just a a positive and a negative. Mm -hmm. And if they're not plugged in correctly, it just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, But the, the annoying thing is that this issue has been around since like the early 2000s asus of all companies thought of a of a very awesome like connector and like the annoying part is that when you're plugging these in your motherboard is already in the Mm -hmm. case it's in an awkward spot where you have to jam the connectors in. it's really hard to see what's labeled yeah it's the worst right asus was awesome and 
uh, basically included it with their motherboards, and no, it was with their motherboards. Yeah, it was with the motherboards. Yeah, uh, but they stopped doing this. They included a little um, in-between piece mm-hmm. that was had all of the pins grouped on it and labeled mm-hmm. so that you could plug all of the front panel connectors into this middleman mm-hmm. part. And then plug it and in. And then the middleman part just plugs into the motherboard, and there's only one way it can go wow. in. Wow. Yeah. Why is that not a, a thing? Right. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, if, it was beautiful. if every single like motherboard creator develop what are they called developer manufacturer that's the word manufacturer if, did if this they were like the world would be a utopia yeah peace there'd be peace world hunger would be solved yeah, like if, there would be if no they're like hey we have to we have to increase the cost of other motherboard by like three dollars like do it i don't care what you have to do Just do it three dollars for a tiny piece of plastic yeah, worth 100 percent worth <laughs> it, i think i think the reason they stopped doing it is because one they have to okay this is this is the question for this and maybe you don't know the answer to this Mm-hmm. Um, why haven't they just done anything better with this in the past? My entire life, I don't know. Like it seems like everything is technologically like, jumping, and it's like the guy that's they're like, "Hey, Fred, you're working on this." He's like, "Cool." And then Fred died in the basement like 30 years ago, and no one's checked. <laughs> they on never him. checked up on. Never him. checked on. Him. He's like, he's still working hard at it. We're just gonna leave him alone. And there's well, just like I mean, rats. Yeah, on I him. think it this way. To them, it's purely a. It's purely for the customer. It doesn't do anything for them. It's just cost them more money. So, yeah. like, there's nothing. It's not making it more fast. It's not like it faster. It's not giving them better stats. It's not going to make them more money. It's just literally throwing more money into it for us. So, mm-hmm. it can, it's a consumer pro. It's a pro consumer thing. What you mean? I would, I would, I personally would think like, like you said, if, if, if they made the motherboard $10 more expensive, mm-hmm. which would be insane for something like yeah. that, but yeah. <clears throat> for like a, a three cent piece of plastic or whatever you know yeah and most people are like that's fine i'm cool with that. who cares yeah. if if even if somebody made if somebody made a um like even a universal one which maybe that exists like a universal one that i could that's you can't that's, that's, the problem. that's what i'm saying why don't you make a universal one that has all the slots open and i only plug in the ones that i need and then i can just plug it in i can follow the manual and do that and then i just plug that in and done like even if that, yeah. I'd pay five bucks for it every time I built a computer just to uh, have it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe I should invent that. Delete this from maybe, the podcast. Maybe too. it's maybe it's on Amazon. Yeah. We just haven't seen it yet. Hmm. True. Hmm. True. Um. <clears throat> no. Uh. Is it Hubert from that one movie where he is thinking about asking if he's getting paid? Uh, Milton. That's Office Space. Milton. Or office yeah. Space. No, he's actually Office Space. Yeah. He's actually the one that des- uh, is trying to design that connector, mm-hmm. the universal connector. Yeah. Um, they just haven't. Found well, they him have yet. the blueprints and the about the building burned down because yeah. they, they took a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> Hubert, I was like Hubert. As soon as you said that, I said, "Oh, Milton." I knew exactly. What you're yeah. Talking Milton. About. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can never remember his name. Who, who names their kid Milton? Actually, anymore? you it's know, such a you know, Office of the Space. The uh, that that entire movie and everything became off of Milton. Was actually the focus of it's the comic. comic. The comic was called mm-hmm. Milton. Yeah. Is the focus of it. Fun fact. The more you know. Fun fact. Fun fact. Okay. Uh, super, so, super hilarious, um, funny comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the next part that we're going to talk about uh, is a little boring, to be honest. It is VRMs. And I'm only going to go over it real quick uh, because I, I personally don't know a whole lot about this. Uh, and there's not a whole lot of documentation, like, per motherboard how the vrm mm-hmm. is 
there is documentation, but you have to know like the manufacturers that make the little chips and stuff. Basically, the VRM is the voltage regulation module on the motherboard that delivers power to your CPU, right? This has to be cooled properly and it has to be high quality parts Mm -hmm. so that your processor can get clean power and however much power it needs, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because if all uh, all processors now like overclock themselves, Mm -hmm. basically, if temperatures are good and if voltage is Mm -hmm. good, right? Um, whereas if your uh, VRMs are not cooled properly and they're getting too hot, they will throttle themselves, which means your CPU will not get as much voltage, mm-hmm. which means it won't boost itself, uh, as high as it can go automatically. Gotcha. Right. Uh, and then if you're overclocking your processor, uh, you're going to ask more voltage from these parts. Uh, and obviously if they can't deliver that, they're going to throttle themselves, which means you're, you may get a blue screen. Mm-hmm. So that's like the easy part of this is like basically just make sure that your this stuff is properly cooled. It's the heat sinks that are on the left and top side of the of the motherboard next to your CPU, okay. right? It's like the design of your motherboard mm-hmm. is basically based around mm-hmm. that. Oh, okay. You know, it's like yeah. this motherboard looks really cool. I don't know why it looks cool. The stuff that looks cool is usually the VMR VMR heat heat sinks, VRM heat sinks. Gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So basically, it's um, just like a if you want to electric, learn electricity filter for your CPU. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, if you want to learn more about them, and if you want like individual reviews on motherboard, again, Hardware Unboxed does really awesome, simple but in-depth reviews on motherboards, uh, and they're pretty thorough. They are. They do live in Australia, so they're not able to get every motherboard, mm-hmm. but they're able to hit the big ones like ASUS, MSI. Um, gigabyte mm-hmm. uh asrock although asrock blacklisted them because they made some bad boards <laughs> and they reviewed them poorly <laughs> yeah. the, the videos um, are upside down which is kind of weird but you can still get a lot of info oh out of that. it was just a misunderstanding hmm? that's what it was the video was upside down it was just a misunderstanding no yeah it's because it's yeah. in australia yeah exactly exactly it wasn't a thumbs down it was a thumbs bingo. up. bingo bingo yeah keeps on happening i don't know i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, of course, all three of us know about this. Uh, the more RGB on your motherboard, the the better it faster, is. Faster, stronger. Faster, stronger, better, harder. Yep. Kanye West. The $6 million motherboard. Exactly. Yep. The $6 million man. <laughs> uh, anybody that is 18 years or younger will not get that reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, cool. So, uh, do you guys want to move on to the RAM? Yeah, let's do it. You guys got any questions about... Motherboard. No, I learned a lot with that. Actually, yeah. Basic. Is your brain fried yet? It hurts, but that's normal. Um, <laughs> basically, if you're building just a normal PC, like you're getting into PC gaming, pretty much from what I can tell, um, you're gonna be looking at an ATX motherboard because it's always better to have more room. Um, yep. And you want four, you RAM, want four slots. RAM slots. It's ideal, and I know we're going to get into this in a second. It's ideal if you're buying RAM to buy all the same type of RAM. I'm sure, Dakota's going to get into get that into in just that. a second. Don't skip ahead. Um, yeah, and if you have RGB on it, it's plus FPS. If you get an M.2, you got to go fast. Make sure you install Windows on that. And uh, yep. everything else, I still don't understand. So let's go into RAM. Cool. Awesome. RAM is a, a lot shorter and a lot more simple. Or a lot simpler. A lot, Which one's the correct I don't one? know. Doesn't matter. I think all of us today. are a lot more simple. 
<laughs> I know I am. <laughs> cool. So RAM. Everybody knows RAM, mm-hmm. right? You need more dedicated WAM for your exactly. server. Uh, random access memory, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to go over uh, a little bit of the history Ooh. and uh, descriptions of this uh, because it will come full circle. Nice. So RAM is where your active program uh, programs and data are stored, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so if your system is turned on, Windows is loaded into your memory and whatever you have on your screen is currently in your memory, right? You have Photoshop open. Photoshop is currently running in your memory. Um, when you shut off your PC, your RAM gets emptied, mm-hmm. right? That means it's volatile storage. Okay. Uh, nothing that is put in there stays in there mm-hmm. uh, if the system is turned off. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm telling all of you, I'm telling you all of this because you want to make sure that you have enough memory for the things that you want to do at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when I was writing all of the notes for this mm-hmm. i have three monitors so i fill up my monitors with mm-hmm. stuff yeah <laughs> um as i was writing i was using eight gigs of ram mm-hmm. just writing notes. which just writing it's notes crazy. and having discord open and having a browser open researching stuff like i was using eight mm-hmm. gigs which a lot of people don't even have eight gigs yeah. in their system. yeah <clears throat> so you want to make sure you have enough storage i'm sorry have enough mm-hmm. ram um to store all of the crap that you're doing at one time right the more you do, the more you're going to fill up RAM. Yeah. I currently have 32 gigs in my system. And surprisingly, I almost max that out sometimes. Yeah. Really? Well, um, but it depends on your workload. Well, mm. it, it also it also depends too. And I, I was going to say one thing. I know that a lot of people, especially when you first get in computers, because it happened to me too, can get really confused when people use it. It's almost like slang terms for RAM memory storage. Sto- they're yeah. they're kind of interchangeable and if you know what you're talking about i guess it's interchangeable but a lot of people say like oh how much uh storage do you have and you're like oh hard drive space like no i meant ram or i meant memory and you're like wait i can't remember what i was talking about i need more ram <laughs> well i definitely think uh, i think ram is definitely something that companies throw around a lot like whenever you're buying something like oh it's got like 64 gigs of ram you know yeah. 32 gigs of ram like it's 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 definitely that a number they can throw out that looks big it's, and they're like, Oh, look at this. It's like, you it's know? like yes. I seven. Yes. Oh, it has an I seven and 16 gigs of Ram. That means it's a good laptop, right guys? Yeah. Yeah. False. <laughs> uh, I a hundred percent. I have worked uh customer service for electronics mm. for a long time, almost 10 years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, memory and storage, people get swapped around all the mm-hmm. time. They're like, oh, I have uh, 256 gigs of memory. I'm like, I definitely know you don't. <laughs> you probably like, have 256 gig, gigs of storage, yeah. um, and you probably have 8 or 16 gigs of, of memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Joan said, like it, it's used interchangeably a lot. Generally, it's RAM or memory yeah. uh, are interchangeable, and then storage is like hard drives or SSDs. Yep. Um <clears throat> my brain is just fried so if i say the opposite one i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> i'm trying to keep it straight yeah, <laughs> uh cool so first thing we're going to talk about then is uh ddr right so dance dance revolution ah <laughs> 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 oh, damn it that was my joke i was gonna make yeah oh yeah. really okay no, um fine. I'll be real quick on this. Uh, it stands for double data rate. That is like basically the standard for RAM, okay. right? Currently, with most new motherboards and processors coming out, they support DDR4. Mm-hmm. 
And guess what? We had DDR3, DDR2, and DDR1 God. before that. Thank God. They kept it They kept it straight. <laughs> I don't know who's in charge of like the RAM naming decisions, but more power. Papa Bless. <laughs> Definitely not the same group of people that think of USB standards. Hey, okay, this is a question because RAM obviously is... This is what I don't understand about computers and motherboards and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Do yeah. the processor for say something like motherboards, do the like Intel and AMD, do they tell people like what type of motherboards to make or do they just give them a socket and those people like those manufacturers just make whatever they want around that socket type? Like who who's in charge of like making the motherboards? Does that make sense? Mm, okay. <clears throat> yes. So, uh each CPU mm-hmm has uh certain like standards that it uh supports right so uh ryzen uh i don't want to misquote that some other (laughs) or some processors only support ddr4 Mm -hmm. memory right like depending i think depending on if it's a laptop or desktop processor i i don't i don't want to misquote that but basically what the processor supports it kind of dictates what the motherboard manufacturers are going to do because they have to build a platform around that. Um, as for who creates the standards, mm-hmm. like DDR4 yeah. and yeah. like M.2 and PCI slots and stuff like that, those are all different committees mm-hmm. that basically get together. You know, it's a bunch of smart people who are like, oh, this is the new standard. This uh, is okay. like the components that it needs. Like, this is the amount of copper that needs to be run to support that amount of bandwidth, yeah. stuff like that. PCIe 6 mm-hmm. or 7 mm-hmm. Is is like already stamped and like the the uh, the hardware requirements are already figured out, but PCIe 4.0 is just now rolling out to consumers. Like these standards get thought of and like created and like worked out years. So there's like in my mind, it's like some Justice League Avengers type council committee that are like just big brains (laughs) sitting around, (laughs) like, and it's probably like an international committee that they're just. It's just a bunch yeah. of smart people at MIT or whatever just figuring stuff out for mm-hmm. the monkeys yep. like us that are trying to reject humanity and whatnot. Exactly. <laughs> Return to monkeys. Nice. Good meme. Yeah. Good meme. Okay. Uh, if you're part of our Patreon, you will get something very shortly around yeah. that. Yeah. That's, that's what I was trying to figure out, too. I was like, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, who comes up with, like, DDR yeah. and, like, all this? Like, who's... There's some guy that's like... I can't tell anybody, but I'm the DDR3 guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we he's, already figured that out. He's at a bar it's, uh, trying it's... to pick up chicks. Yeah, you know, I've been a DDR3. <laughs> I know it's no big deal, but... She's like, get away from me, <laughs> <a> creep. <laughs> no one cares about DDR3 uh... anymore. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I don't I don't know where you're, I am you're with double this. Double uh, D- dance dance rate. Da- double, <laughs> double, yeah, da- <laughs> dance dance revolution. Uh, so we're currently on DDR4. Uh, DDR5 is around the corner. Um, I don't know if it's coming out with the new uh, AMD CPUs or the new Intel CPUs, but it is around the corner. Um, your CPU basically determines what uh, version of DDR memory you are using. I don't. I don't want to. Where you figure this stuff out, it's uh, kind of confusing. Uh, you can. I actually think it's on the spec sheet for CPUs. I don't want to like spoil anything um so like ddr4 is really good five is supposed to be awesome six is gonna be probably like really really good once we get to six you'll start appreciating one two and three again but seven eight nine are probably gonna be terrible 
Just saying. Uh, Jones, we already went over Final Fantasy oh. in the first part. Oh, my bad. I was talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That was a good meme. Uh, the sequels are trash. Anyways. True. All right, said it. It needed to be we said. We just pissed off one person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So moving on to capacity for memory. Uh, this one also, again, pretty simple. Capacity for memory kind of goes by the rule of four now it used to go by the rule of it didn't really go by a rule of anything before because <laughs> uh, we had one gigabyte sticks yeah. currently with ddr4 i'm pretty sure the lowest you can get is about four gigs like consumer mm-hmm. grade and you wouldn't really want anything lower than yeah. that because running a machine on like two gigs of frame right now is like pretty awful yeah. unless you are running linux and then you can run on like 500 megabytes if you yeah. want because linux people are weird <laughs> I say that as I have two Linux machines next to yeah. me running. Well, we already, my know, Plex we already server know you're weird, stuff. so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. <clears throat> so uh, currently, it basically runs by the rule of fours. What the heck does that mean? Basically, uh, with capacity, four gigabyte sticks, eight gigabyte sticks, sixteen gigabyte sticks, mm-hmm. thirty-two gigabyte mm-hmm. sticks, sixty-four gigabyte mm-hmm. sticks. That's right. Strange. It's all divisible, uh, divisible by four. Thanks, Minecraft. Wait, <laughs> is it four or eight? It's four, right? Rule of well, four. Four is the lowest. Okay. If you if you frac like yeah, fraction yeah, yeah, down yeah. eight, I gotcha. I get gotcha. four. That's not my fraction down that, you get to two. Yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and basically, when you get memory, uh, it's me. Okay, we'll get to pairs later on. Yeah. Uh, when you get to memory, basically, I'm gonna go over the different amounts mm-hmm. of memory and like kind of the standards that people have created. Yeah. You can mix and match. Like you can get twelve gigs of yeah. RAM if you want, but you're a weirdo. Don't do that. <laughs> um <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable yeah. when somebody tells me that 12 gigs of ram is surprisingly a popular amount mm-hmm. on steam stats yeah. hmm. interesting that's it's weird. laptops baby it's weird laptops. oh mm-hmm. actually that's probably what a it is they're just like adding in four gigs, more gigs it sounds better than eight and it's not as expensive as 16 <laughs> yeah that makes sense because as the more you that's know that's why the laptop memory is half the size because they just cut a normal RAM, eight gig stick in half and you get four gigs. Exactly. Right that is uh that is 100% true. <laughs> and if, unless you can prove me wrong, it is. <laughs> uh, so eight gigs is kind of the bare minimum today for gaming, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of newer games are requiring at least eight gigs of RAM, but they are recommending 16 gigs of RAM, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like I said before, anything that you see on your computer uh, is is currently in memory. So if you have a game, it is putting it's dumping a lot of stuff in the memory. So. Oh, well, Discord just decided to do an update. Thank you, PTB. You are awesome. <laughs> Did you guys cut out or was that just, just me? you? OK, yeah, decided to do an update. Thank you so much, PTB. You're awesome. Hey, guys uh cool <laughs> we're keeping that in because discord you need to get your crap yeah together. okay that's fine john and i just looked at you like what just happened <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah Eight uh games. when you are playing games yeah. you are you have uh, like a bunch of that game like information mm-hmm. in your memory right uh the more memory you have the more it can fit in there basically the better it's gonna run okay right um I I did a little bit of testing with memory compatible like um, memory amounts yeah. in your system and how much and like how that affects performance. Uh, it is actually kind of noticeable in, in like some higher end AAA mm-hmm. games. If you want better videos, because I didn't make a video on it, Hardware Unbox mm-hmm. again has done breakdowns on so, this. So 
let me ask you a question. So <clears throat> we'll use Cyberpunk since that came out. I have 16 gigs of RAM. If I were to mm-hmm. upgrade, upgrade to 32, would it make any difference? No. So yeah. if the game does not require more than 16 gigs of RAM, it will not use more. No, than that. that you know that 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 yellow sheet that they put all the system recommendations or whatever for like the processor and video card. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, the Cyberpunk one for the recommended specs for high end, they recommended another year of development for the RAM. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. that's what people didn't see is in the small text. You got to get to check those things. Oh, dude, they must not have gone to that Minecraft uh, event mm-hmm. where the kid was asking about dead and technical wham. question. Yeah, is yeah, what that yeah. was. And uh, it was a technical mm-hmm, question. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they probably stepped out at that. I'm moment. proud of that one. I'm proud of that one. I like that. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, uh, 16 gigs, uh, like I said, some games are recommending it. This is basically like the, uh, this is, for one, the most popular storage amount on Steam stats, Golden right? standard the right most, now. I think it's like 40% of people on Steam are using uh, 16 mm-hmm. gigs of memory. If you're building a PC, I would shoot for 16 gigs, just because your life is going to be a lot easier. Chances are, if you're part of the master ra- PC master mm-hmm. race, you're going to have multiple monitors, mm-hmm. which means you're going to have more crap open. Mm-hmm. You're going to use more memory because yep. of that. Exactly. So get 16 gigs mm-hmm. if you can. 32 gigs. That's like I said before, that's what I'm yeah. running. I am a little bit more of a power user. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do multiple things at the same time. So uh, John kind of scoffed at me getting close to using 32 gigs of RAM. Mm-hmm. Well, that surprised uh, me because I was like, I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. Oh, I yes, was, I was just scoffing because I was Jim. like, well, I, have six, I was like, well, maybe I need to upgrade, but. No, 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 no. It's it depends on what your workflow mm-hmm. is, right? Uh, I also like edit videos and make videos in my spare mm-hmm. time. <clears throat> video editing eats up memory, oh, yeah, because like the videos live in your memory when you're editing, gotcha. it, right? Okay. So I've easily capped out at 32 gigs and been like, and like got to the point where I'm contemplating maybe I need 64. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't do it professionally, so I'm not going yeah. to. Um, like I said, like it it depends on your workflow. If you're just playing games, you don't need 32 gigs yeah. of RAM. No game, except maybe Star <laughs> Citizen and uh, and uh, Flight Sim, yeah. uh, they may use 32 gigs of yeah. RAM if it's if it's there. But like, unless you're vi- doing video editing or like some science mm-hmm. work stuff like that, you don't need okay. it. Save the money, put that towards a GPU, especially now because you, <laughs> you need more money for your GPU. You need an extra four hundred dollars on top of MSRP. Yeah, yeah uh 64 gigs again you're probably doing something with science so if if you even need to contemplate 64 gigs like mega mega you probably your just brain buy it. is huge big yeah. brain like zombie yep. he uses 64 gigs <laughs> and then i have written down here 128 gigs jesus what do you need that for <laughs> um for uh with ddr4 you you max out at 128 gigs on um the four slots mm-hmm. there so uh that's gonna be 32 oh wait you have six did i can do you my have math 64 no okay i think for consumer it's stuff 32. it maxes out at 120 yeah. gigs Threadripper. yeah so uh, of course with Threadripper and servers yeah. too you're like talking about terabytes worth of storage mm-hmm. uh, not storage Ooh, memory. <laughs> almost got you i caught almost myself there. Hey, it's, it's, see i i am part of the master race guys <laughs> i swear right. to god it's late it's late <laughs> yeah I, I play on PC. <laughs> he's just like put his Xbox uh, under his bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> he puts a sheet over his head at night. Yeah. 
Yeah. They'll never know. <laughs> uh, cool. So let's then talk about uh, number of sticks because this does actually matter. Um, this is another like performance loss or gain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so number of sticks, the reason I have it labeled as that is that when you buy memory, you should buy it in pairs. Um, so if you get uh, eight gigs of memory, you should buy two four gigabyte sticks. With DDR4, that's going to be a little bit hard to find because a lot of manufacturers just don't produce two four gigabyte sticks that have uh, heat spreaders Mm -hmm. on them. You know, the cool looking stuff. Uh, A lot of times it's just a single gig of eight gigabytes. Mm -hmm. If you buy 16 gigs, it should be two eight eight gigabyte Mm -hmm. sticks. Reason being is that there is a performance loss when you're writing to only one stick Mm -hmm. of RAM. That's why it's called double data rate is that it it will if you have two sticks it will write to them simultaneously mm-hmm. which double, double is faster speed. yeah yeah well yes and no double it depends <laughs> it depends um <clears throat> but like for the most part it's like if you have two sticks uh you're you're fine mm-hmm. on that adding more memory doesn't really make it run four times as fast mm-hmm. like it doesn't it's diminishing returns like after two mm-hmm. basically if you want a more in-depth video on this, again, Hardware Unboxed has done testing on this. Great videos. It's like, it's easy to digest. Well, and another thing too is like, John and I both have 16 gigs and I'm perfectly fine with that. I play AAA games. Yeah. I play like Minecraft. I play well, all the hot and freshest titles that come out, games that have been released in the past Minecraft years. runs beautifully. 16 hey, gigs. Minecraft <laughs> is actually a game that will actually use a lot of your RAM if you're like going spicy. If you tell it yeah, to. If you tell it to, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's really? a game that'll actually use as much RAM as you want it to. It's like Chrome. It'll just keep yep. eating it like Pac-Man. It'll just suck it yeah. up. Slurp mm-hmm. it up. <clears throat> cool. So basically, buy in pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you only have one stick, your next upgrade should be a second mm-hmm. stick. And most And most uh, of the time, it's RAM is sold in pairs. Like a lot of time most of yeah. the time yes yeah 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 uh, reason being is that miss uh mix and matching memory can affect performance because if you buy one that is uh runs at 21 33 megahertz and then you buy a second one a mm-hmm. couple years later that runs at 3000 megahertz you just paid for extra speed you will not be able to use because you're current memory only runs at 2133 mm-hmm. you're, you're and the 3000 megahertz one will drop down to that speed you're, so that it still you're works. capped <laughs> at your lowest memory sticks highest speed exactly that make, that, that's weird that makes sense makes but sense. my that brain made hurts. sense to me because i understood yeah. it but <laughs> yeah just here here do yourself a favor just buy the same memory <laughs> yeah buy it in pairs yeah. as well at the same time so uh, the last thing for memory and the last thing basically for this episode before we get into mm-hmm. questions is memory speed. Nice. Uh, this one is a little bit mm-hmm. weird. Um, <clears throat> it's hasn't really been very important up until 2017 with mm-hmm. Ryzen. It has affected performance a tiny bit. Like I'm talking like maybe two to three percent in FPS in games because like basically all of this we're talking about gaming right if you're building for science or like workstation stuff you need different requirements we're only talking about gaming gaming. here right um it hasn't really affected gaming performance but with ryzen the way that the cpus were set up to talk with memory uh the faster memory you had the faster this the processor talked to the individual Mm -hmm. cores basically um it was tied to memory speed so 
faster memory all of a sudden in 2017 became super important. Mm -hmm. So uh, basically with memory, it's also DDR4 has gotten so cheap now that like you can buy really fast memory for like a dollar more than like the slowest DDR4 speed. Um, So 2400 megahertz is basically entry level Mm -hmm. for DDR4. Mm -hmm. You can get lower speeds than that, but this is like really bottom of the barrel Mm -hmm. that you want to go with. And again, for like a dollar more, you can get like 300 megahertz 3, memory. 3, Sorry, 3000 mm-hmm. megahertz memory. Yeah. Um, Just go with yeah. that. Uh, even if your processor, because I know on some locked Intel processors, you can't go with fast memory. It will drop it down to the speed it yeah. needs. Which, I mean, mm. you can't you can't really go wrong with 3000 across the board. Like 3000 and 3200. Yeah. It's what Dakota has here, too. It's what I agree is is the sweet spot. Because with locked Intel, I think it's twenty nine thirty three, right? Is the mother is the cap speed? It's like something like something. I think something so. Like it that. depends on the generation. Because yeah. every generation, it gets bumped up a yeah. little bit more. So, and with AMD boards, I don't know if there's restrictions depending on the motherboard too. But if nope. you, yeah, if you go three, AMD is literally just like you everything. can do whatever you want on our stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but any like anywhere between, if you're buying AMD, like I have thirty two hundred, anywhere. Be- Anything yeah. three thousand above is amazing. It's great. Like, yeah, it's don't, great. It with go ahead. <clears throat> go. Oh, ahead. Don't don't <laughs> no, don't don't buy twenty four hundred because it's like a dollar more for three thousand. It might not be yeah. RGB and all that, but I mean, unless you're go with the speed over yeah, the looks, unless if if it unless comes you down can to that. synchronize RGBs to look like Sonic the Hedgehog running across because it's so fast, <laughs> then it's not worth it. Dude, you're you're spitting fire with Sorry. these games, dude. <laughs> gotta go fast dude uh yeah so like jones said uh around 3000 3200 sweet spot 3600 to 3700 megahertz is kind of the the cap for the new ryzen processors past that it basically decouples from like the the cores talking to Mm -hmm. each other um so that is like the hardcore sweet spot for like the fastest memory speed on the 5000 series Ryzen chips. So for those four people that have Ryzen 5000 series, one of those is in the Discord. For those four yeah. other people that have it, congratulations to you. A couple, no, actually a couple of people because they just picked a oh, new, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, new processors. Uh, I know Toluvius and I think Craw got his that he pre-ordered in November. Yeah. I believe he just got his Jeez. like a couple of days ago. <laughs> congrats. That's so Congrats bad. to you. <laughs> yeah. Check out your local micro center mm-hmm. for, uh, for those... Uh, cpus because i know the micro center near me said it had 25 plus uh 5800x's oh, nice. in store and now it has zero like as of this episode releasing yeah yeah true sorry <laughs> yeah, about whoops. that uh cool beans that is all you need to know about motherboards and ram for the most part we tried to cover as as much as we needed yeah. to as, uh, as that's like basically as, looking at your motherboard and looking over all of the connectors mm-hmm. and going yep got that yeah. got that got general that. and specific as possible needed this is this yeah. is stuff if you're brand new or even in depth i mean there's a lot of stuff in here that i know john and i were oh, looking dude, at each other I, like there was a lot of stuff i learned because there's i never knew anything <laughs> about this stuff and it was really cool to, to actually like get to learn about it well and it'll it'll help now in the future because even for me like there's some stuff i knew about i worked retail electronics too a long time ago a lot of things have changed since then Mm -hmm. um there's some stuff like i didn't know like that's the one thing i told dakota to write in the notes about the you know hey you can't have eight hard drives connected to your motherboard for some reason if you're putting m.2s in my head i'm just like i have more slots i need to fill those slots with more hard drives (laughs) and they're like we don't think so he fell right into my trap card like no 
Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you need to upgrade your motherboard. No. No, I don't. No. No. I did yeah. a little Uno reverse and just took those hard drives out. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. So let's move into the questions. And my mouth yeah. is super dry after uh, talking. So somebody else first. take it. Yeah. So uh Zombie from our Discord, he uh asks how do you quickly change your focus whenever you uh, guys game hop? I've found that Minecraft Apex Legends makes me feel like a 90-year-old. I also feel like a 90-year-old when I <laughs> game hop. But uh, what I wrote here is, you know, most of the time I'll focus on beating one game at a time because I talk about, like, I like to focus <clears throat> and beat, beat a game, move it to my beaten list, and then also be playing a ton of multiplayer games at the same time. So, yeah. I wrote down here I was beating I, when I wrote these notes I was still in the process of beating Undermine so now that I've beaten Undermine I'm probably going to pick another game to start focusing on and beat that but I'm playing League of Legends I'm playing whatever else we're all playing at the same time I'm you know I'm even playing Final Fantasy 14 so I'm playing an MMO League of Legends whatever else and whatever game I'm trying to beat the game I'm trying to beat is usually pretty easy because it's usually usually linear it's mm -hmm. just whatever it is and then League of Legends is it's like I think I made it hard on myself for playing Final Fantasy 14 as well because I had to get back into it and learn learn all the stuff I forgot. Yeah. So I feel you there. I feel the 90 year old <laughs> in me like screaming out to stop. But um... <laughs> John, I got a question for right. you. How long have you been the way that you are <laughs> where you just have to beat games like constantly? If you if you um... start a game, you have to finish it. How long have you? Have you been that way? <laughs> Rocky. Ever since whenever he was in Philly, he saw the Rocky statue and it just like inspired him. Yeah. <laughs> he can go the yeah, distance. I, I actually did do that and I ran up to the top of this to the statue and like almost died because it's really? Yeah, because it, it took me it was a lot, was of, steps. Of, yeah. was a lot of steps. I was not in shape when I did that. <laughs> that was All right. not ready to fight. But yeah, I I took a I took a field trip to the to that statue when I was in middle school, mm -hmm. I think. And I ate sandwiches on the bottom step because I wasn't climbing <laughs> nice. them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Jones is going to agree with me, but I I feel my age sometimes with this kind of stuff. But I, I have gotten pretty yeah. decent at focusing on different things. I don't know how long I've been doing this. It, it's been years that I've gotten to where I've, I have to finish something. But there are games I've quit. Witcher 3 I still haven't beaten yet. There's a couple other games I just never finished, but... My problem is if I focus on beating a game and I have something that happens where I leave mm -hmm. for like a week, mm -hmm. I won't yeah. go back to it. I can't get back into the game when I get yeah. back. So yeah. I can't get interrupted when I'm doing it or I won't go back and play it. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, fair. that makes sense. That's fair. All right. So for this, I wrote uh, Senior Zombie. Uh, I've game hopped for over 20 years at this point, so it doesn't really affect me anymore. With that, there's a huge caveat. Um, when you suck at everything, you don't have to worry about <laughs> game hopping because you're just bad at games. Um, I also yeah. wrote on here too is that I, I think I personally just have tons of muscle memory from gaming, which I believe is 100 true. Um, as someone that's played stuff like Counter Strike and FPS games for a long time, I, for the most part, I can game hop and not really have it affect me usually like you know if you're playing counter-strike like oh man i feel rusty because i haven't played in a while but as you know someone that's played probably ten thousand hours of a game like it's going to come back pretty quick i might not be as good as i was 10 15 years ago obviously not i had reflexes back then when i was a youngster but but yeah. <laughs> i still know and i think a lot of it has to do with um game knowledge like muscle memory is one thing but just having game knowledge of the game you're playing 
hugely affects your skill level i feel like even for something like yeah. I've, I've been playing um league a little bit off and on with john every once in a while and i mean i don't know what the meta is i don't know who the heroes that are good i don't read patches any of that stuff but i'm going back into a game that i played consistently for four to five years 10 years ago and it hasn't changed that much that i completely don't understand what's going on you're right it's like i know i still need to take down towers i need to kill people i need to like help the team when there's a team fight and then i need to kill their base to win right counter-strike the same way i need to shoot yeah. the other people to kill them and it's like you know what i mean <laughs> um and i know i know zombie was playing a lot of uh he's been playing a lot of valheim with you and you guys have been crushing it in the valheim server and i told him i was like hey i'm gonna play a game of apex and he's like oh let me play apex with you and then he was playing like an 800 year old turtle man and and me <laughs> as someone that hasn't been playing a lot of valheim i was just like what are you doing right now and i know i was being hard on him because i'm just like for me it's maybe and maybe because i've pc game for so long like it just comes naturally to me like if i'm shooting people i'm like sliding around like picking up stuff like going crazy right yeah and then i'm just like shooting people and he's just like okay there's stuff on the ground i gotta press e on it you know pick that up all right go chop down a tree wait what game am i playing and yeah i think i i think that's you i think you bring up a good point though <clears throat> a lot of pc games if they're done right have very similar controls mm-hmm. E is usually interact. Yeah. If not, it's always yeah. Warzone. <laughs> yeah, Warzone yeah. kind of screwed me with that because oh, you're right. It's E and then Warzone's F. So you're running around with E and you're like, I can't right. do it. And then Yeah. Well <sighs> But a lot of a lot of PC games have very similar controls. So I think for us who have been gaming on PC a little bit longer, and you specifically, mm-hmm. I think hopping from game to game is is and like you said, it comes down to for us, it comes down to knowing game uh the game meta logic whatever of how like what you need to do because the controls are kind of just ingrained in us at this point where if we pick up another shooter like it plays like 90 Mm percent the same as the other shooter i was just playing it's like and yeah i don't zombie you know i'm just kidding i love you don't take this the wrong way that i'm just like crapping (laughs) on you hey you know what there's been times where you go on like a minecraft bender and then you go play counter-strike you're like wow i can't do anything because i like literally my brain is like deleted right now and if and if you play a certain type of game i mean there's a lot of people like hey there might be people that are like amazing at playing something like league and then they go play counter-strike and they're actual garbage because it's a completely different control scheme completely different type of game right but if, if you play FPSs, you play Call of Duty, you play Counter-Strike, you play Rainbow Six Siege, you play Valorant, you play Overwatch. They're all so similar that you can, if you're decent at one, more than likely you're going to be decent at the other ones just around the same thing, right? If, you, if you're muscle yeah, memory, it, I guess, exactly. like you said before. And if, yeah. and if, and one thing too, if you go from playing console for a really long time and then come to PC, I know there's a lot of PC people in the Discord that are having a really hard time switching to keyboard and mouse because it is like starting with no training wheels, like yeah. starting over from scratch because it is a completely <laughs> different in thing. In today's competitive games, it is not It is easy. not fun either because people are going to poop all yeah. over you because that's what people do in yeah. competitive games. That's just toxicity to the extreme. I, I yeah. do, before Dakota goes, I want to read this quote. This is what PD3 said in the Discord. He said, <laughs> game hopping is easy. Just be bad at all the games you play, brother. Then you're equally good at all the games you play. <laughs> God, if, if I haven't had it, heard yeah. a saying that describes my life, I don't... <laughs> we need to get that on yeah. a shirt. <laughs> Just be bad at everything and yeah. no one can complain about you being bad. Yeah. Well, if you're, if you're consistently bad at everything, you're also consistently good at everything. Ooh. That's deep. That's actually going to fortune cookie. Yeah. <laughs> PC Mark has fortune cookies. 
coming yeah. soon uh i wrote like a long thing but like 100 percent what jones yeah. said like i if you if you're just mediocre at everything then you're yeah, fine no one can complain hey why are you like just hopping <laughs> just whenever yeah. people complain about you just say i'm trying my best <laughs> yeah, what are you say. what are you doing <laughs> my best Let's just say I'll never have yeah. to worry about getting uh, recruited by anybody to play GoPro. <laughs> yeah, that's never going to yeah. be a problem for me. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I'm gonna. I'll read this next question, cool. and this is from our buddy Taluvius, one of the people that is actually uh, actively participating in this Final Fantasy uh, Zelda endurance run. That's weirdly mm-hmm. turning into this like weird split between like three or four of us. It's like we're like, oh, we're just gonna go ahead and start that, and like, oh, I started that I'm like wait a second it's becoming like a like a three-way mexican standoff where we're all trying to play these old games yeah what what game are you playing yeah, it's right like, now wait, uh what game are I you, see you playing have that emulator loaded. Uh, you're testing out the settings sure you are sure you are yeah <laughs> anyways uh so he asks do you all think nintendo would make more money selling their games to all platforms or do you think they make so much off their consoles that is worth worth it to keep them proprietary i will start with this one mm. Because I didn't write anything on the show notes. Okay, so I think Nintendo has dabbled into the mobile game sphere a little bit. And I don't think they're going to go full mobile. And they haven't because they like selling Switches. They like, I mean, they're not, I don't think they're making 3DS anymore. I think they're just doing Switch and Switch Lite. They're like completely changed the Switch brand, right? And they can sell their first party games for $60 still. Breath of the Wild is still $60, even though it came out three, four years ago, right? And because... Yeah, they have full control. Yeah, this and they, since they have no real competition, they can do that. Now, I do want to say that I hope to see more stuff, because even, look at something like Pokemon Go. That was like one of their first real mobile pushes, and it made billions of dollars and still makes a crap ton yeah. of money. I know that um, Fire Emblem Heroes, which is a mobile game, made more money in the first year than the entire franchise did in the past 20 to 25 years that it's been out. What game? Fire, I hate, Fire I hate Emblem Heroes. Games. It's like a well, collector game. I hate them. So, like a okay. hero collector. So, to, to gotcha Pokemon, game. though, I don't think Nintendo has anything to do with that. That's, that's the um, Pokemon company or whatever. I don't think that's a Nintendo product. Well, Nintendo owns the Pokemon company. Do they? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. It's Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo is the parent. Nintendo is the parent of the Pokemon. It, so they they do all the okay, Pokemon so stuff under right. the Pokemon company, but they're under the umbrella of Nintendo. Like Nintendo owns Pokemon. Mm. They just Big don't. Brother's looking from yeah. Okay, Big Brother's just looking through the Detective where's Pikachu. Where's my what you doing where's in my there? 30, Are you winning? Where's my thirty percent? <laughs> just kick the door in. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo, yeah. open up. <laughs> yeah. So. But I know that that is a good example is that Fire Emblem Heroes, literally Nintendo's like been very reluctant because I'm like, even to me, I'm like, dude, release the NES and Super NES games, like just the first party ones like Zelda and stuff. Put that stuff for like 10 bucks or five to 10 bucks on the mobile store and you'd make billions of dollars. But I think I think they like to have a arbitrary limit on their goods because it overall raises the market value of all nintendo stuff it's yes. like it's like it's, disney releasing vault releases exactly that's exactly it's supply and demand and nintendo knows that they have like a death grip on it and i know and we've talked about we've briefly touched on this and obviously we're the pc marcast so we don't really delve into console stuff that much nintendo is one of the most anti-consumer companies in the planet and everybody gives them a yes. pass because they have pikachu and mario and it's such bull crap yep. but 
maybe eventually we'll do like an anti-consumer episode <laughs> or something but that's something that's crazy like everybody just gives them a pass because they make oh they make kid games like mario and mario kart everybody loves mario kart right. yeah i don't like paying 80 dollars for it why no. i can go yeah. buy sonic racing for five bucks it's the same game it just says sonic and he's way faster yep. than mario dude it's just like whenever <laughs> i got a switch way back when i was like we could, i was looking for new content and they came out with that cardboard crap Oh, the lab labo, oh, yeah. Nintendo labo. labo. I was like, I was labo. like, why? Oh, okay, make... okay. That is the only thing I do have to say about Nintendo. They are the only innovative company. Yes, I'll just stop. It is currently midnight uh, as we're <laughs> yes, recording. They this. are one of the only companies that are trying to actually do innovation for their consoles. And I mean, yes. everything I'll... they do. I mean, I'll give him that, but that's not what I was wanting. For, oh yeah, for a new yeah. game. Great, uh, thanks. Eighty dollar cardboard. I mean, it doesn't mean everything they make is great. It just means that they try. Okay, with all of this, <laughs> they got the with gold all star. of this being said, I think it'd be super dope to go to like Super Nintendo World in Japan or whatever it is, the theme park they're opening. Oh it'd be yeah, super awesome. Yeah, I want to eat like a fireball spicy like candy ball or something. I don't know. Yeah, and also the cool. Uh, no, Japan's actually pretty terrible with that. What? Never mind. Um the the quality of food hey no they have the primos stuff over there probably no dude they have prepackaged everything which means it's loaded with sodium and hey, yeah, like salt garbage. they got ramen noodles over there yeah. dude maruchan yeah, that's where exactly. maruchan is from <laughs> maruchan uh so basically everything jones said i 100 percent agree with um nintendo i f- I, I don't remember exactly. I think they actually sell their consoles at a slight profit. Probably. I have written down here that most console manufacturers like Sony and Xbox, um, they sell their consoles at a loss. Um, it's a slight loss, but then they plan on making that up with uh, with like sales of uh, software mm-hmm. sales and stuff like that. And all the other stuff, like all the, all the accessories. All the accessories. That's overpriced. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Switch... It costs the same amount as a PS4 and Xbox One, but yet it is way smaller and less mm-hmm. powerful. Um, I'm pretty sure they actually make a slight mm-hmm. profit on the console mm-hmm. sales, but like Jones said, they have a death grip on the entire like, All their ecosystem. Yeah, basically everything. And they're a strange company in the fact that they, I don't know if it's pride, it's more egotistical mm-hmm. or narcissism. Yeah. They like themselves way mm-hmm. too much to let anybody else have their oh, hands yeah. in the pot. Oh, yeah. Like they are super against anybody having any relation with them and like getting any of their profits. Yeah. Like they are the only company that actively fights to not let consumers have their yeah, products. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I I don't necessarily know if they would make more money selling stuff on other platforms because like they also make stuff around their proprietary hardware well, and i right like we controllers and stuff yeah. like that like sony and xbox don't have anything yeah. like those they can, so you can't do anything with motion controls you, you know what's funny actually well actually you sony know, does you know, but it's yeah. garbage you know actually it's funny it makes sense now i'm thinking about it i think the reason that they don't release like nes and super nes because you can easily run that emulator on phone you can do that right now it's because they don't want to give yep. up that thirty percent because they can sell force people to buy a switch uh, and, and oh, play it on 100%. their their garbage virtual console that's yep. built into the switch, whatever, and then or force 
it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's the same argument we had, I think, last show talking about GameStop. It's like, why does a developer care if GameStop resells a game? Because they're not making any money after the fact, right? Once yeah. the game is sold, if people resell it 100 times, it doesn't matter to the developer because there's no more money transaction from that, right? It's just GameStop yeah. or whoever else. Right. But Nintendo's the same way. Like, they want to keep, like, the supply low and the demand high for all of their stuff because it inflates the value of these things that shouldn't be inflated right i mean we're playing the zelda games yes. right now i was looking for a minish cap i if i want to buy like an original jeep game boy advance minish cap it's like 40 <laughs> it's so to 50 dollars or i could buy a reproduction for like 20 bucks because it's just a yeah. reproduction but it's like why that doesn't make any sense for a game that's like 20 years old why is it that much yeah i i think yeah. this whole thing with them which is kind of what you guys are both saying is they have all the power in the game. Like mm -hmm. they control literally everything. Yep. They're not, they, the only third parties they sell to are, uh, stores. Yeah. Like everyone yep. else, like they don't have to deal with steam. They don't have to mm -hmm. deal with every game store. They don't have to deal with any of that crap. So they, they set their prices and that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, then they'll buy the it. Switch, the switch is the number one selling console. Yeah. Like yeah. they don't, yeah, they literally don't true. have to do anything. They're, they're, yeah. They're making money and people are everyone's buying switches, so they're mm -hmm. all going to buy the games. I was looking at that Skyward Sword game coming HG, out. The new one. And there was like a, a meme about it and there was like they sold that on the Wii for sixty bucks and it came with a controller, like a special controller, the game. Oh yeah. And like the soundtrack and the new one, it's fifty dollars or sixty dollars for the game mm -hmm. and sixty dollars for remotes. The remotes for the Switch were like eighty bucks. They're freaking mm -hmm. expensive. Yeah, they're so and, expensive. Uh, <clears throat> they're making just profit and profit and profit and yeah. that's what you said like they they don't want to have anybody else have their hand in the pot and sometimes i kind of don't think it's too like mario i love the new mario games they're really mm -hmm. cool like mario yeah. uh odyssey well, they, was awesome well they have Such good franchises good so they can do that yeah and i would yeah. i prefer that not a lot of people have their hands on that because then they could somebody could ruin it like look at star wars star wars sucks now Oh, you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. giving it to yeah, multiple developers. Yeah. Like if yeah. more people had their hands on Mario, some people would make some crappy right. Mario games. And right now, they're making killer Mario games. That new mm -hmm. Mario, like yeah, yeah, uh, Bowser Fury, is supposed to be really yeah. cool. Yeah, and uh, same with all the other stuff. But they, I don't think they're looking at ways to make more money in that aspect because they're already killing it. Mm -hmm. They don't yeah. need um, to. And. Yeah. I do respect that about them, even though it is anti-consumer. Mm -hmm. I respect the fact that they are like, we don't have to do anything differently. We don't have to make our game more available, our games more available on like other platforms because we're making enough mm -hmm. money as is. I respect the fact that they are like, we're already making a ton of money. Yeah. I don't really need any more. Yeah. I, I you know? think because we're we're still making more money. We're just not making all the money. If they were to put everything on all the other platforms, I'm sure they'd make some more money. But I think that the way they have it now, they're making more than enough. I do a hundred percent believe if they put the games on mobile, they'd make they would make stupid amounts of yeah. money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, well, oh, man, well, I couldn't I, even imagine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say because I know that they are developing like mobile, like they have companies that are developing mobile specific games now, like Fire Emblem Heroes, Pokemon mm -hmm. Go, and stuff like that. I honestly think, and I could be completely wrong because I don't know, 
I think that the people at Nintendo like to do things old school way and they just don't believe in these new platforms. They think it's a fad because they're like, hey, we've been around since 1985 and our stuff is successful. So why change something? Why fix something yeah. that isn't broken? Yeah. You know, and we'll test the waters. We'll have them develop a couple of things and they're making like buckets and buckets of cash because people are like, oh, it's Nintendo. It's whatever, you know, like a Pokemon yeah. game or blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know, Animal Crossing app or whatever. Well, and it's yeah. just. I don't know. I think eventually, maybe down the road this year, we'll have a episode, not specifically on Nintendo, but just on like companies in general and their kind of like philosophies and whatnot. I, oh, Nintendo dude, and Epic I, Games. I just thought something too is like, uh, one thing episode. Nintendo has that I've heard of, I've even said it myself, that no other console can say it's a console for kids. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're like, hey, yeah. what should I buy you know, like for my kid for a console? He's like, oh, the Switch. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. and if they how how old is your kid right that's the second question how old is your kid oh he's eight or thirteen yeah. like great and then the it's like if they start if they give Mario to the PlayStation that that they lose that hundred percent that's yeah. gone yeah and they have that market and they've always had that market yeah Nintendo's always been the market yeah. of like oh like even the 3ds kids. it's like oh it's great for kids yep they it's got they got kid friendly yep. games Mario and uh yep. not Zelda as much anymore but like you know. Oh, you know, Mario and Kirby and all those things. It's easy for kids to play. Mm-hmm. It's not like crazy, cr- well, like killing and stuff. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that even as you even as you grow up, like they develop, they develop franchises with all of their characters. Like, oh, you're getting a bit older. Maybe you'll be in the Smash Brothers. Trailer. Maybe you'll be into Splatoon if you want to yeah. shoot people with paint or whatever, you know, like yeah. a kid friendly FPS yeah. game. Sherman Williams. Uh, <laughs> Sherman Williams sponsored <laughs> Splatoon. <laughs> all right, let's move on to this last question yeah. real quick. Hopefully that answers all of your Nintendo questions because apparently we went off on like a wild tangent. Yeah, yeah. we have a lot to say about Nintendo apparently. Cool. I will read this last one. It's all Jake on the Discord said, I know you discussed this before, but I'm not sure which episode. What software do you use for podcasting? I think I remember you saying Audacity for editing, uh, but what about hosting or recording uh, since you all do... Uh, oh, since you all record in different places, um, uh, do you just choose uh, one person who saves the files, etc.? Um, we do a very complicated uh, setup here, and it's probably not super efficient, but this is just what we found works. This and um, actually, and what Dakota's about to go into, this is for podcasting, and especially now because it's remotely, not only with us, our situation, but a lot of people with COVID and everything. This is not that unusual. I'm sure there's tools that we could use to make oh, this easier, yeah. but this is probably becoming more of the standard nowadays. True, true. Um, so uh, the program we all use to record our audio is Audacity, uh, and honestly, we could probably do everything in Audacity. Um, but we move over to Premiere afterwards, uh, because that's what Jones and I are familiar with. The, I, that's sacrilege to anybody that works in the yeah. audio industry. They're like, oh, why don't you use the uh, what, whatever the, the Adobe? The, we don't even know. Audition, huh? I think it is. Audition, I think it's Audition probably, yeah. or something like that. Uh, which is like a audio specific mm-hmm. like program, yeah. and then premieres for video editing. <laughs> and we just both that's what we know because um, we because Dakota's edit videos. Yeah. And I used to edit videos a little bit too. So it's like you can you can technically do it to do audio. It, you can do it. 100%. It works fine. Yeah. I mean, it's just what we're used to. So we just doing that. And it's probably yeah, it's probably doesn't make sense to do it in that. But that's what yeah. we do. So it works. Um, so in uh, in Audacity, we record and then we do noise reduction in Audacity because the feature in Audacity for that mm-hmm. is really good. 
Um, and then we export as .waves because um, I'm pretty sure it's a higher quality audio uh, source. Uh, and then we import all three of our uh, tracks into Premiere. We sync them, we edit them, we cut them, we do all the fancy stuff in Premiere, um, like noise gating and all that we, crap. We we export as MP3 now. We have been for a while. We used to do .wav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did MP3. Right, yeah, because the .wav files were yeah, massive. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, and that yeah, we did a couple it audio wasn't. tests and it didn't sound yeah. different to yeah. us. <laughs> um, right. Um, and then after we're done in all in mm-hmm. Premiere, we export it as MP3 and then we send it up to Anchor, um, which is the platform we use to then send it out to like multiple different mm-hmm. platforms. Because Anchor is basically like the main yeah, host, host, and then it just and it just sends it out to every other platform that we have connected. Mm-hmm. Nice. And and as Dakota has in there too, Anchor was a one of the originally one of the first free uh, podcast hosts because a lot of them you have to pay monthly to like uh, upload your podcast mm-hmm. and whatever thing. And Anchor, I don't know how they do it, but apparently they're doing a good job. It's owned by Spotify. Yeah. And That's now they, they got bought by Spotify. Makes money from people. Yeah. Using well, it. no, I know that now. <laughs> but Anchor was for a while. It was just a free service, and I think. I think they were doing a good job. A lot of people started to use it. So Spotify bought them. I think they bought them for like a couple hundred million dollars or something crazy. Yeah. And then those guys retired and live on an island somewhere. And they're like, whatever, we'll just listen to Spotify now. We don't care. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So basically it's uh, it's synced up. And that is probably why. And we don't really know this because of the analytics and stuff with Anchor, but most of our analytics come from people that listen to Spotify. But I'm kind of glad that we use Anchor because I'm sure they promote our podcast more than others that aren't hosted on Anchor. I'm yeah, sure there's some backdoor, like backwards handshake, upside down shenanigans going on between that. <laughs> you know, some under the table yeah, dealings. Probably not legal stuff. 100% but, legal. Uh, it works out for yeah, us. Yeah, it works out for us. So. We just don't, we don't read any of the fine print. We just sign it. Yeah. They're the ones that yeah. don't sign our checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And never will because we're not doing ads on Exactly. Anchor. Exactly. Not anymore. Never again. Cool. Yeah. Wait, don't tell them that because they Ooh. may not allow us yeah, ex- to use it. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you, Dakota, for doing this episode. Yes, thank and you so much. We'll have more in the future. That was a huge info dump. Even for me, my brain feels four times bigger than it did earlier i think it's, it's a swelling <laughs> yeah it's 12 o'clock and it was a lot of info yeah. and a lot of talking and i think we're all yes. exhausted john where can people <laughs> find us well first i think we can we'd like to thank everybody for so far with the with the patreon mm-hmm. for this month like we've had a lot of support um we have been working tirelessly to get this uh <laughs> uh we've i think we put a lot of time into it getting this this yeah we have we put have a lot of time get, into it it was just funny because we were like oh it's gonna be so simple it was not yeah it's, i've did we put out we put a lot of hours into getting this up ep- this special episode ready uh this game we're gonna play the family feud uh that well, is which will technically already yes, have if you're listening to this, this now it's already yeah. happened it was great yeah. everyone had a great time <laughs> it was yeah. awesome it was, yeah yeah it was super success. cool uh, it was a huge disaster but couldn't have done it without everybody supporting us we just want to thank everybody it's, mm-hmm. it's been great yeah, and thank you just seeing all the support means a lot to us and if you are enjoying the episodes please think about it it's mm-hmm. if you go to patreon.com and type in pcmart it's the first thing that pops up um you can contact us on our website pcmartcast.com you can find us on twitch twitter youtube discord the discord link is on the website and then there's a contact form at the bottom you can fill out if you want to email us all that stuff's there mm-hmm. awesome cool awesome 
Well, yeah, I I think the uh, the main thing that we learn from this though um, is that uh, you need to treat your motherboard well um, because she cares about you. She cares about you. Exactly. Exactly. And your fatherboard's not coming back from the grocery store. Oh, 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 o